Hey, it's podcast time in the worst year of our lives, and I this definitely isn't the uh, second take because I because twenty seconds into the first one, I completely lost my train of thought and had a panic attack. Uh, Drew, how are you? <laughs> uh, good thing this one's also not very good either. No, this this is a uh, this is a winner. If, if this is the end result that you want to give to everyone, I'm sorry, the end result. <laughs> what, yeah. what? If this is the beep what, result that you want to give, what them. would you consider the end result? Probably that uh, that twelve year old football player. That, that, oh, I heard that one that like you under twelve division one that that has tattoos and four kids. What was... that guy's awesome. Oh, and fa- and a full beard. I heard what are really, they putting in the milk? I heard a really funny joke, and I'm trying to remember exactly what it is, but I, I think I got it. I like jokes. What's the difference between Usain Bolt and Hitler? Hmm. Uh, uh, Kanye thinks they're both chill. He thinks there's good things about both of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe that's not the whole the right joke, but it's uh, Usain Bolt knows how to finish a race. <laughs> I wonder if that gets us in trouble. In the no, first there's minute. stuff in the middle. It's fine. You know what? You broke up the joke with your little comment and your little laughy laugh, and that's true. Do you want to risk it or no? Should I not tell to... Usain Bolt Hitler crossover jokes on this podcast Do anymore? Because risk... if that's the podcast that we're doing from now on, I don't want any goddamn part of it. Hashtag not my podcast. Do we risk it for the biscuit, ladies and gentlemen? I think we do. I got a limp one. I want <laughs> second uh, eight, in- for... eight inches limp, baby. First, <laughs> first on pod, but second overall. Limp Biscuit mention of the day. Correct. <laughs> we had a little. And if you think that's the cho- last one, oh, you're wrong. You're out of your mind. Uh, yeah, we had a little uh, chocolate starfish talk earlier. So chocolate starfish butthole, hot dog flavored water, semen. No, is yeah. it? Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's talking about putting his penis in a butt. I get that. And then when you, the hot dog water, is. I thought it was anal leakage. But what else? Like when you-, you eat too many Olestra chips. Is that a current reference? Or uh, when we had the diarrhea soda that only affected Dan? Yeah, that was fun too. Take take your medicine. Yeah, I'm gonna. Right now, on air medicine. Drew, uh, Drew's the first uh, male in history to have contracted long COVID. I'm also the first straight man to uh, have contracted monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's mpox now. Ah, sorry. Because we wanted to be sensitive. That's also to the monkeys. <laughs> I guess. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Don't say <laughs> yeah. we got pox. <laughs> Not a lot of people know that it's M O N K E E pox. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Davy Jones. Uh, today I'll be sampling a nice, uh, creamy, smooth Vicks Dayquil Complete Cold and Flu Liquid uh, with acetaminophen and other ingredients. That's just what's on the label. Yeah. Other ingredients. It's for cough, nasal congestion, thins and loosens mucus. Being a bitch. Fever and sore throat. And. Oh. Inexplicably having a Y chromosome and long COVID. May, may cause explosive diarrhea. So sure. Gonna... It, it's fine. Well, I mean, it's going to be a short podcast today. So. Uh, shout, shout out to former friend of me and not the show, Yaroslav Liz. Uh, my Polish friend that I used to work with. Nice. So when he got really sick, 
would go next door to the Shoppers Drug Mart, local local reference, mm-hmm. and buy a, a, a 345 milliliter bottle of uh, Dayquil. What's that, about uh, 12 ounces? Yep. And he would go buy uh, a Turbo, which is a brand of energy drink that no longer exists. Yep. I will be supplementing that. What was that one, about 16 ounces? I will be replacing this with a 473 milliliter Beaver Buzz Energy Black Current. The Sounds best like 16 one. ounces to me. Uh, I mean, straight up citrus is pretty great. I mean, they're both really good, but this yeah. is the best one for me. Okay. Uh, I will be chugging about half the bottle of the day, Quill. <laughs> then I will be shotgunning this entire oh energy drink. <laughs> And by hour four of this podcast, I will feel like a million dollars. You will be able to fly. Well, here we go. B- bottoms up, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait to do this. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Have you... I, I guess I don't want to ask you questions. Oh, that's a decent... That was a decent swig of the bottle. That was. That's a legitimate quarter, if not third, and slamming... That beaver buzz. Made with real cane sugar. None of this glucose, fructose bullshit. You gotta get them to work together. Are they? You mix them in, you mix now, them in the gullet. By the time they get to your tum-tum, they're all, your, they're all together. Your face is telling me that they are not yet working oh, together. I was trying not to burp into the microphone. <laughs> okay. Because th- there, was, there was a pain on your face. Shotgunning energy drinks is never <laughs> a good idea. So I was trying to keep it in. But I, I couldn't do it anymore. That's fair. And That's you know what? I already feel better. Are you you're good taste wise that the black current has taken over for the poison? Oh, I'm getting an international call from China. Sick. Put it on put it on the pod. From Shenzhen. Put it on the pod. Uh no, I'm not answering I'm not answering an international call from China. Put it on the pod. No, I don't want to. Why not? Because <laughs> I don't want them to know I'm a real person. No, then we can speak Chinese to them. Okay, speak Chinese right now. Wang Shaw. You got it. You nailed it. You know what? You put me to shame. You made me look stupid on the podcast. Congratulations, Scott. Uh, Ironically, that's what gets us the prize, not the Hitler joke. I genuinely kind of like Dayquil. I don't like NyQuil, although NyQuil does help, but I genuinely kind of like Dayquil. I haven't had... Either in a very long, I no, I don't, I don't, I don't want to want a sample. I don't want to pull on that one. <laughs> but thanks for the, thanks for the offer. I appreciate. It. <laughs> so you good now? Have you have you kicked COVID? Finally, I feel that, a little that, bit better that you caught in what July? Yeah, <laughs> August in there. It's okay. I'm it's sure been you're resting in my in my subcockles. <laughs> I'm sure you're on the back of it. What th- this in theory isn't. COVID thing, right? You you were you had like the whatever flu going around a month ago? The yeah. Yeah. Uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And it just has like it and has just been coming and going. Lingering. It just won't go away. Yeah. Now did you um Did I get a voicemail from the Chinese International Lumber? I did. Well, let's at least hear that. Well, you keep talking. I'm, I was, gonna, I'm gonna listen to it's even worse. Yeah, I, I was silence. I was gonna ask if you uh ran over a gypsy's mother. Which is why you have this current ailment. Well, I'm not getting a thinner situation, so. That's abundantly clear. <laughs> to hear your message, press swastika. Drew's got a special phone. <laughs> Nothing? Or screaming in Chinese? No, there's a, cu- there's a couple different messages, so it was silence. Sad. But now, well, there we go. Is this the one? Message deleted. Thank you. That's not the number that it called me. <laughs> so that must be another silence. I don't... I you don't just, know if you just this... have a, a bunch of spam voicemails? Okay. 
Bye. So many numbers. Sent by a 27-digit phone number. So I, number one, I like the music. Number two, who who's it for? I think even people <sighs> who speak the language, who's that for? I don't know. I, like I don't know if everybody that is listening that doesn't live in Canada, because I think it's from what I remember hearing, it's very prominent in Canada. Uh-huh. Uh Obviously, because we have a high immigration uh, of people legally or illegally. Uh, into this For co- now, into this country from uh, mainland China. Not one, not once I get a handle on things. Uh, I, but like we here, get tons of spam phone calls and messages uh, that are in strictly in Mandarin. Yes, P.S. Cantonese doesn't exist anymore. Are we are we done with it? It's it's over. It has time. It's shown mean, and it's gone. It hasn't been called Canton in what seven hundred years? Uh, yeah, something like that. So we might as well get rid of Cantonese. Yeah. Well, also because China doesn't want anybody speaking it. And they don't have their own oranges, so another point for Oh, you're not a big fan of Cantonese, Cantonese oranges? <laughs> they gotta, the, uh, Canton really has to get their own, their own product. <laughs> what, uh, how, how about, a, how about a sweet lemon? Well, I would love a sweet lemon. Are we, can we do that? We, we sell sweet lemons at work. Well, They're called great. Myers lemons. They're a combination yep. of lemon and mandarin. Yeah, yeah. Crossbred. <gasps> and there's also, uh, sweet limes as well but you eat yeah. you, you don't use them as limes you eat, you kind of eat them like regular fruit right yeah i do yeah i i like a i like most citrus i'm i'm a fan of all of those things i can eat a fucking regular lime i love a lime me too yeah yeah i like lime too man i hope that uh dayquil doesn't give me explosive diarrhea later well most things do i don't know why this wouldn't but uh, I, I love your optimism you know <laughs> uh I think it was on the uh, the first take, but uh, but I think we did the same thing. We said the name of the show, but withheld our names. Yeah. Well, uh, except for you said my name, but you didn't say my Twitter handle. That's true. Uh, I, th- I think we teased that for the en- end of the show. Correct. Yeah. The end of the second the half end of, part two. of the show. Yeah. Which is j- just around the corner. Yeah. O- only a, a short we have, 45 minutes from now. We have so little to do. Between now and the end of the show, yeah, it'll it'll be over in a GIF, um, Jiffy Pop, GIF, Jiffy, yeah. it'll be over in a GIF, be over in a GIF. Gifts are short. Gifts, I got a gift for you. Oh, it's right here. <laughs> Put that away. And then I grab my penis. <laughs> um, if you're a member of the YouTube channel, if you're subscribing for money at the ten dollar or higher level. If I do this right, which I sort of did right last week, you'll be hearing this before everyone else. So you're welcome. <laughs> um, it's ideally we want to do these, record these a day earlier because I want to do, I want to get, get them up Thursday, Friday, but we're recording on Thursday. So it's going to be, uh, Friday, Saturday, but, um, as soon as this is uploaded Thursday night ish, um, I'll make it. Wow! Look at you! Look make... at you! You didn't even chug a quarter of a Dayquil. I didn't. <laughs> that was without turbo quilling. 
Uh, I'll make it available right away for, uh, for, for member level thick hog and higher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if you want to get in on that shit and, uh, and I, I got to figure out some more perks as well. People seem to like, uh, custom emojis. So we'll figure that out, I guess. I th- although I feel like that's more for like live chats and we're not currently, uh, live streaming, but who, who knows what the future may hold if enough people subscribe? Cause that, that actually seems to me like a pretty good member perk. But, uh, yeah, so get on that. So go to, go to the YouTube channel if you're not already on it listening to this, uh, youtube.com slash at not Scott Henson and, uh, click the join button and then choose a membership level, ideally $10 or higher if you want to hear this early and, uh, get uh sent special kisses from me and drew uh and then uh and then you can do it i uh i structured that sentence wrong <laughs> <laughs> I, I i i front loaded that sentence and then didn't have anywhere to go but yeah click uh click the join button and uh subscribe at uh whatever level is comfortable for you financially although even if it's uncomfortable i suggest uh the big one because that's uh that's who gets the real love around here. But since I'm talking about it, I might as well give real ass shout outs to uh, current members who are subscribing on the YouTube channel. And if I click that and if I click that, they'll just show up. Uh, yep. Hey. <laughs> After a, a brief delay. So uh, so big shouts to uh, to MG uh, noted non creep Brandon H. Uh, Nick S, Caraxa Collins, uh, Zachary K, uh, Tommy, Eve, and new since last week members, uh, Brian Palmer and, uh, Jimbo Jones, aka Zimbo Venus. <laughs> uh, double shouts out to, uh, both members, in fact, uh, Caraxa Collins and Eve, who both made us, uh, lovely art for, uh, for our match last week. Hey, Scott, I can't help but notice that you have a full beard. Of course. Well, that would have happened regardless, because there's no way we're losing. But uh, I, it was funny, because we recorded, what, Wednesday last Wednesday week? Wednesday last week. And, and our match was Friday. And after we recorded, I'm like, oh, we didn't hype our big uh, hair versus fur match for Friday. And in hindsight, good. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's uh, it's really good that we didn't, because uh, it didn't fucking happen on our uh, opponents are cowards our opponents look i don't like to toss around the word coward but our opponents are cowards <laughs> we um yeah we we recorded on wednesday and then were informed thursday night uh yes yeah, we're yeah in, i guess it was thursday we're informed yeah, yeah. thursday night that both of our opponents had COVID. And also... Had had COVID earlier in the week. Yeah, and like one was testing negative and yeah. neither really had symptoms. Yeah. Which, I don't know. Like, look, I'm, I am never going to fault someone for erring on the side of being responsible. But also, I also, I would have just done the match. I am. <laughs> I would have just fucking, fucking... coward. I, I would have just fucking done it. But, but yeah, so, um, yeah, so we're told that Thursday night and we're like, huh, fuck. Um, but they, uh, they said, Hey, there's a, we can get, we can get another team and 
basically do the same thing. And, uh, and we're like, okay, like we, we like those guys. It's not the match we built, obviously, and not the match that, uh, Caraxa made an awesome piece of art for, which is, uh, currently Drew's profile picture. Nope. On Telegram. On Telegram. Which is not for you. People. Which is not for you. <laughs> um, and Eve made a fantastic, uh, live in person sign for, um, but hey, we can, we can still sort of get done what, uh, what we were going to do. And then, uh, Friday, the day of the show. After, uh, after we had already left and started driving down. Yes. To after the we show. were already en route to the show, uh, we're informed that the replacement team, uh, I, I guess. No, the, it wasn't the, until we saw one of the members of the replacement. Oh, yeah, team. that's right. And we said, see you in a couple hours. And he said, no, nope, you won't. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we have to be storing our merch at one of our, uh, potential opponents, uh, houses. Oh, we had to break kayfabe, Scott. Well, what? Oh, because we shouldn't be friends with Shouldn't be friends them? with guys who are wrestling. <laughs> I, I suppose you're right. And I said, oh, yeah. So, so see you down there in a little while he's like oh no we can't do it i'm like oh then uh what the fuck are we doing (laughs) so uh yeah so then the the rest of the trip down was uh sort of a nightmare just uh continually going back and forth with them like hey what if we do this no what if we do this no and them like them just suggesting like hey just do a quick match with some trainees or whatever because that's that's about children. for children because that's about all that's available and but then one was kind of insisting that like we end up getting our hair and beard cut because the fans paid to see someone get their hair and beard cut that day and we're like there's no fucking way we're letting four like random trainees who we're not going to have like a future feud with do this I'm I'm sitting on two years of beard here, and if I'm going to cut it, which P.S. I'm not, <laughs> uh, then make it fucking worth my and more importantly the audience's while <laughs> than than what you're proposing because that's an incredible waste. Yeah, doing it because you promise to do it doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yes. Nobody, you, nobody's gonna show up to the show, find out that oh, this hair, this hair versus fur match isn't happening, and go. I'm, well, I'm leaving. Fuck you! I'm yeah. out of here. Give me a refund. I'm leaving. No, you're still getting a good wrestling. You still show. sold the same amount of tickets. Exactly, and and fans, especially in a post COVID era, I think fans understand that shit gets fucked sometimes. Yeah. Like, it's not the first time yeah. someone has missed a show, even in, like, a prominent match. Due to co- also, literally on the same show, two separate people had to pull out yeah. the week of the show. One of whom was in the world title match. Yeah. So, yeah. So this this shit happens and is to be expected that it happens. So, um, so yeah, with, with all of the back and forth and the options getting, like, less and less enticing and... I don't know. Drew already, uh, having had a week, <laughs> yeah. uh, was at that point not even, uh, that psyched about going to the show, well, which I very much understand. And also the fact, let's put it bluntly, 
I'm not going to name names, but uh, somebody who's in charge uh, has significantly less experience uh, in the ring, in the business, booking shows, booking a company, uh, and is trying to tell us what works. Yes, and would you say that's not the main person in charge, but the second person in charge? Well, <laughs> somebody who's in charge of... I was trying to be in charge yeah. of what was happening. I only say that because the main person in sometimes. charge sometimes listens to this. Yeah, but he knows we're not talking about him. I think he should know we're not talking but about him. But he knows we're not talking about him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so then we're like, we're you know, we were sort of halfway to the show, so still a ways to go, and like the, the second half is the shittier part of the trip anyway. Um we're like, we can just send in a video and do the match next month. And they're like, one, we need you here for, in hindsight, I don't Which wasn't really, even true, but really okay. know why. Um, and two, and yeah, and two, we can't just push it to January because they already had match plans for both us and the academy the guy the original guys were supposed to wrestle the covid guys uh they both have separate plans for us already for january and they didn't want to push all of that booking back another month so like do do december and january do january and february etc um i don't know it would have been nice to just do it in january yep <laughs> but um so yeah, so we went there, we did our thing with the trainees. No fur was shed and never will be. Um we sort of figured out we sort of figured out booking for January and February and we'll and then after that we'll sort of loop loop back to the academy at some point cuz it seems weird to build up a big thing with them and never even have a match afterwards because that that's where it stands right now like what if we, Vince McMahon's in charge that makes sense well Vince McMahon's in charge absolutely and hey he, he's like he's looking for something to do oh. so uh so maybe he'll uh he'll find his way to to SOS Pro Wrestling in Tacoma Washington but uh yeah so that's that's where all of that is so uh it, fur's intact so uh so fear not any anyone who is uh worried for us and uh and we uh, spoiler, do do not have a hair versus fur match in January or February or probably ever. So uh, so there you go. Uh, we do have uh, a kind of big match in February, however. February. February. Uh, fe feb <laughs> February Plaza from uh, Parks and Rec. Mm -hmm. You know her. <laughs> um yeah, so there's a team from uh, St. Louis, uh, sort of the South and sort of not. Missouri's a weird place. And uh, what one of whom we've been uh, friends with for years and one of whom we've never met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Had to think about it, but yeah. Um, yeah, the, uh, the besties in the world, they're known as. We're having a match with them February 10th in SOS. And uh, Pepper Coyote, the... Uh, composer singer songwriter of our interest music as well as the uh brian and Vinny show theme on wrestling observer uh is flying himself in to do our music live and unclear i guess depending on timing will either be the the music he's already done the one that was originally just for me as a singles but we're also using as a tag theme or if he'll be debuting 
a new tag team theme for us. So either way, it should be cool to have someone uh, sing us to the ring live. So In that full suit. I don't know if he has a suit. Get a suit. I wonder. Get a suit. He must have something. Certainly. I mean, is a is a card carrying fur? Yeah, I've seen the card. Although it's embossed. <laughs> Coyote. Eh. <laughs> and a red one too. Yeah. Whole thing's a mess, but uh, I don't hold that against him. <laughs> a Soviet coyote. <laughs> Rather be dead than red. Uh, so yeah, so that should be cool. So anyone in the area-ish, if you want to mark uh, Friday, February 10th on your calendar, go ahead and do that. Um, what else is going on? I, I'll hit it harder and earlier in part two, but we're still taking requests against everyone's better judgment we're we're taking we're taking all comers and especially late comers uh 50 bucks a pop per movie request to paypal.me slash not scott henson you were stupid you forgot you just got money now whatever the situation is you were born yesterday (laughs) send your request in now with a minimum of 50 dollars us to paypal.me slash not scott henson what uh what else is going on? Uh we did the request, we did the subscriptions. I'm on Cameo, guys. Did you know that? You should. I've told you about it. Cameo.com slash scoot. It's Christmas present time. Get me to say something to someone you like or don't like. It's a good present. Don't fuck this up. Cameo.com slash scoot. Done. <laughs> um Oh, and so Manscaped. I'm not doing a full read for it today, because I don't think we're technically getting paid for it um as we we said last week right that we yeah we hit we, we hit the yeah. number last week yeah. and they're uh they're signing us for three months they wanted to sign us uh january through march i said can you do it mid-december through mid-march so we can get uh christmas sales in because i think a lot of people would buy then uh they said yes we can do that but pay you like it's january to march and we're like sure whatever we'll get paid two weeks later who cares um so yeah so they they said yes i uh and that that's the last i've heard so i haven't been sent the contract yet so it's not in effect yet i'm going to assume that codes used now will count toward us because the deal is at the end of the at the end of the three months they see like what their return on investment is basically. So yeah. So going forward, it's not number of codes used anymore. Now it's money spent with the code. Um, so, so buy a lot when it comes up. So yeah. So not doing a read, but telling you if you need, if you, if you need to get something through manscaped this week, get it. Promo code CATS20, as always, C-A-T-S-2-0. Um, I'm hoping it will count towards uh, the new contract. I assume it will. It'd be weird if there's just this, like, one or two week limbo in between. But uh, if you can wait wait a week, great. Do that. But, like, if, you, if you're getting something for Christmas or whatever and you, like, and you need to do it now, d- d- do it now uh manscape.com promo code cats20 but uh if you're just if you're really just ordering to support us then 
then wait a week. I imagine everything will be in place by uh, by the time you hear our melodic tones next week. So that's uh, that's the deal on that. Uh, I think we can oh, and oh, we got candy and news. What's going on? Yep. And uh, what? And just a mere eleven movies to uh, yeah to review. Feeling good? Nope. I never you, feel good. Even with Turbo Quill? <clears throat> I mean, I feel better than before the Turbo Quill. <laughs> okay, that's that's something, right? I had some hot honey Pringles too. That helped a little bit. Are those Walmart exclusive? Walmart exclusive hot honey Pringles. I ate uh, three quarters of the canister in one bite. On DP last week. Nice. <laughs> I just get like mute crunch, mute crunch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the other guy that was on was very excited. He's like, what flavor is that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, funny you should ask. It's a Walmart exclusive hot honey. Yep. And he's like, I'm, I know what I'm doing after this show's over. Right to Walmart. Um, if you'll recall last week, this is a brief, a brief news note and... <laughs> Get the layers of this. Correction on what I was going to say last week, but didn't. Okay. <laughs> uh, if you'll recall, I got like a brain freeze when Little St. James was mentioned because yeah. I had a news item a on news it. Item. Yeah. That I said, I d- we don't have time to get into it. I'll get into it next week. So I'm getting into it now. But the news item I had was wrong. Oh. So we were talking, as always, about, uh. Bustin. Ab- about Bustin and our, uh, our future purchase of, uh, of Little St. James. Uh, and of course, if you want to help us with that, uh, either do, uh, movie requests for 50 bucks or more to paypal.me slash notscotthenson, or if you don't care, just fucking send money to paypal.me slash notscotthenson and help us buy this fucking pedophile island and turn it into a family friendly amusement park. And so we can explore the catacombs. I need to bust. And yeah, we got to get all the ghosts off. Yeah, I got to bust. <laughs> um, so I thought I had read that the government of the U.S. Virgin Islands okay. had bought them uh-huh. as government property for $105 million. Not the case. The estate <gasps> of Jeffrey Epstein settled with the Virgin Islands over the sex trafficking case for $105 million plus half the proceeds of the sale of Little St. James. But Little St. James still on the market, baby. But you look so confused. Well, how does the... The uh, estate how, gave the Virgin Islands a bunch of money. How and why does the estate have to? He's fucking dead. The uh, Who has the money? The lawyers. But why... But why do the lawyers get the money? Well, shouldn't the money I mean, just disappear into nothing? No, he had billions of dollars. But he's they, dead. He, you you realize he, that money doesn't disappear when you die, but he has right? No, he has no family. He has no children. Yeah. So it, it when you die, it just disappears. That's not it. Just how fucking works. <laughs> no, it disappears, and then that money. There no are executors exists. of the estate, and they are the ones that control it. But do you really want sex money? I would, Drew, I would love some sex money. Are you offering me sex money? I'm offering you sex money. Done. I'm offering you Jeffrey Epstein's sex money. Great. Yeah. <laughs> now use his sex money to buy Little St. Exactly. James. And not just gi- Full and not circle. Just give to the U.S. Virgin Islands for being sorry for sex trafficking. But, like, why Why do you owe the U.S. Virgin Islands anything? There was... You there didn't was... harm them. In fact, you probably indirectly gave them... 
money because you had to get stuff sent to the island. True. Right. Yeah. I mean, he he brought in tons of business. Yeah. So, and How, if like, anything, Bill Clinton, the U.S. Virgin Islands owes the estate of Jeffrey Epstein money. Bill Clinton would have gone to the U.S. Virgin Islands twenty six less times. Yeah. If not for Jeffrey Epstein, yeah. I agree. Uh, the key points of the article are uh, the estate and related entities of Jeffrey Epstein agreed to pay the U.S. Virgin Islands more than one hundred five million dollars as part of a settlement in a sex trafficking and child exploitation case. T- case the territory's attorney general said the settlement also requires the defendants to pay the virgin islands half the proceeds from the sale of the epstein owned island of little st james the virgin islands department of justice said the virgin islands will also recoup more than 80 million dollars in tax benefits that epstein and others fraudulently attained to obtained to fuel his criminal enterprise the agency isn't it kind of cute that they're called the u.s virgin islands when anything but yeah (laughs) was happening on those very islands. On those very islands. There were there was not a virgin to be seen. No. Come nightfall. <laughs> oh, there, oh, there's a lot of coming. <laughs> more more like the U.S. <laughs> having sex islands. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm writing it down. I like Ooh. that. <laughs> Perfect. And we have a description for the pocket. No, it's Cantonese oranges, obviously. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so that was that. So glad, very glad to know that uh, LSJ is still very much on the market. I assume the prices are the same because it did come down because it was, yeah. it was you one, had to buy both islands. It was both for one twenty-five. Yes, and now it's fifty-five each. Yeah, and we got no time for BSJ. Well, why would we? Why would there's no, no ghosts? No ghosts. <laughs> Yeah, so we just need the 55 mil. I only and then, go to and- islands where I can bust ghosts, Scott. <laughs> of course. I don't go to regular islands. Obviously. And then 27.5 million of that apparently is just going straight back to uh, to the USVI. Why? They don't owe them shit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Did they, he destroy uh, their infrastructure by having children have sex with high-ranking political people on an so? island like... 300 meters off off uh land i don't know i don't get it yeah i'm uh also I'm, 300 I'm meters is not i'm sick my brain <laughs> a a two minute jog you two say minute jog off the island <laughs> yeah it might be waste deep water to get from island <laughs> to island in the middle of the ocean yeah no your uh your grasp of geography is strong as ever um all right, cover that, cover that. That one is definitely one for next week, or maybe it's entire, entire own episode. Own episode. <laughs> uh, what did you have? You had. Uh... Would you like to talk about a former police officer accused of killing fifteen-year-old's family who I was pretending to be a teen online? Love to suspect killed in shootout after police say he catfished California girl and killed her family. This comes to you via Yahoo Sports, <laughs> via USA Today. Well, who else is supposed to carry it? CNN? No, it's fake news. Fake news. Uh, so, Riverside Police say that they determined that the suspect, 28-year-old Austin Lee Edwards... Three names, probably a serial killer. ...met the girl online through catfishing. And I like that th- this one's from ABC News. Yeah. Where they have to, ha- they have to explain quotes, what catfishing uh, is. Uh, catfishing, where someone pretends to be a different person than they actually are. Wait, way to go into great detail about what catfishing Perfect. is. Now um, I get it. Police believe he was pretending to be a teenager, according to Riverside Police. 
after Edwards developed a relationship with a girl online, police said that uh, they believe he drove from Virginia to California, parked in a neighbor's driveway, went to the okay. girl's home, killed her family. He then allegedly took the teen and drove away, according to the police. The girl has since been rescued. The murders were discovered on Friday after authorities received a phone call uh, from a girl, uh, a, rep- a phone call reporting a girl who appeared distressed while getting into a car with a man. Uh, as officers responded to the report, they received calls of a fire at a nearby house. Police said three family members were found dead in the house from apparent homicides. 69-year-old Mark Winnick, his wife, 65-year-old Cherie Winnick, and their daughter, 38-year-old Brooke Winnick. The Winnicks were loved people who don't deserve this, the family said in a statement. It's probably fair. Uh, the fire appeared to have been intentionally set, adding that the cause of death were still pending. Uh, hmm. Authorities said that the teen lived at the house and the victims killed were her mother and her grandparents. Several hours Where's after- dad? You know, around. He's a... Hmm. Uh, he's, he's, uh, he was fishing. Real catfish. Oh. Gra- grabbling. Grabbling. Noodling. All right. Uh... Uh, several hours after three bodies were found, authorities said they stopped Edwards driving with a teen. Uh, Edwards, who had worked for the Virginia State Police, allegedly led deputies on a chase and fired shots at them. Nice. Uh, the, San Virginia- the only good kind of violence. Yeah. Cop on cop. Uh, Edwards lost control of his car and drove off the road, putting a gun at a sheriff's helicopter. Nice. Uh, <laughs> he was going for five stars on GTA. He was going for five stars on GTA. <laughs> You gotta get that. Ro- you gotta get that <laughs> rocket launcher to blow that helicopter out of the air. It's so satisfying. It's really satisfying. It feels great. There's a couple of places in like GTA Five where you can, if you can get up to them, it's almost impossible for the helicopters to shoot you, and you can just stand there just blowing just... up cop cars, <laughs> helicopters, killing civilians. It's fucking great. Uh, deputies then fired at Edwards, who was declared dead at the scene. Uh, sheriff's office said the girl was rescued and wasn't hurt. Edwards was hired in the Virginia Police in July 2021 and quit in October 2022. Uh, he, it was a good run. He passed the state's background check. Hey. Uh, probably he, wouldn't now. Uh, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> it was short-lived. Uh, past employers in the Virginia State Police for contact during the hiring process. However, no employers dis- disclosed any troubles, reprimands, or internal investigations pertaining to Edwards. A- yeah, he a- seems chill. A.K.A. he was a really chill, cool guy. But here's... The issue as I see it, did no one, did not a single hiring person, I'm talking either the, was it state, state police was it? State police. Yeah. Either the state police or anyone who's ever hired him before that. Did nobody look at a picture of him? Nope. Guess not. Cause he looks like a fucking he creep. He looks like a fucking creep. He looks like a guy who would catfish a 15 year old, kidnap and her, kill her family. Murder her mom and her grandparents in yes. the driveway and shooting place. If you ask me what that guy would would do, that's the number one choice I would say. Yeah, draw like or just tell you what happened and then draw the guy just yeah. based on the incident and you would draw this guy. Just a terrible hairline, weak chin, and then this one <laughs> this one got me thinking like we need to look stronger into eugenics to yeah. like to stop making guys like this. Is it wrong for me to say that he looks a little downsy? He does look a little downsy. Just a little bit. You know what, you know what, you know what also fixes that? Eugenics. Eugenics. <laughs> like, we, guys, look, I don't know how popular an opinion this is, <laughs> but we need to breed better. We're, as, as a whole, just- at, what if as we just a, don't breed? As a human race, we are doing bad. Yeah. Also, I would absolutely advocate not breeding. Period over the current way we are 
breeding. Yes. I, I'd like knock it off for a while. Like you're doing about like regroup and then stop making Austin Lee Edwards. I don't, is that too much to ask? No. Am I being unreasonable? You're asking a lot. You are asking a lot. <laughs> like, I don't know. So, um, a follow up question, sort of. Um, so he, when he went there. Yeah. He killed the family immediately. So, like, that yeah. was his plan. It wasn't it was, like... Yeah. He, he didn't go to meet the girl and things went south. Yeah. Like, the and parents then, saw him and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you you're look, not 15. You look like a downsy 30-year-old. Yeah, you're a downsy 30-year-old in a police uniform. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he, that was, like, the first thing he did when he got there. Which is an interesting plan, yep. I would say. Yeah. Because there's not... Like, when you go to meet a teenage your, girl that you've met online, your catfishy yeah. for the, yeah, your 15 year old catfishy for the first time. Yeah. And just. Are you saying this from experience? 15 year old? No. <laughs> <laughs> Conclusively, no. You answer that very quickly. Yep. Uh, and you just off the bat blow away her mother and grandparents there aren't like a lot of ways to go from there like i don't know even if during your catfish talks if she was like oh my family's such a drag like i don't know how much on your side she's gonna be when you kill everyone in the house she's living (laughs) yeah probably not the best way to uh Convince her to be in love with you and run away and get married and yeah have sex with a child. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably could have gone a lot better for you. Yeah. Um, second follow up question: If the gir- if the fifteen year old girl had had a present father and a strong male role model in her life, would she have been fucking around with a twenty eight year old catfish in Virginia? Hear me out. If the girl and or family were black, would we be talking about this? <laughs> well, if MTV's catfish you, has you, taught me anything. You've got me there. You've stymied me. Yeah. <laughs> or how about if uh, he had catfished a 15-year-old boy? Oh. Yeah. All Big good questions. Big difference. If uh, Max and Neve have taught me anything, uh, not Cammy, because she... Bleach your skin, and that's bullshit. It's true. Uh, After speaking out against bleaching your skin, which is a funny move. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, is that uh, if you're gay and black on catfish, then you're completely mentally insane. Yeah, there. that has been a trend, yeah. <laughs> certainly. A lot of mentally unstable gay black men. Yeah, just like, and not, not even a little bit. Nope. <laughs> like... <laughs> Fully out of their minds. Fully out of their minds. Yeah, I I like that. I like that. Uh, I like that those people are out there. But uh, we could also stop those people from being out there through eugenics. Yes, I think we have a running theme of the podcast today. This is this is science talk. Uh, this is science talk. Yeah, <laughs> I matter. <laughs> yeah, it's, they- a, it's a Sinbad reference from an old Bill Nye episode. <laughs> Sinbad and Bill Nye, you yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. British actor Bill Nighy? Bill Nye, yeah. The science guy? The, the uh, Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. No, Davy Jones from the Monkees. <laughs> Davy Jones from the Monkees. Yeah. 
Bill Nye as Davy Jones from the Monkees. Ooh, that's a stretch, but I'll I'll let him try it. Okay, he's, he's a good actor. He's good. He's an underworld. <laughs> he is an underworld. <laughs> Which I recently commentated. Well, there you go. We're actually sitting on a bunch of commentaries. So those waiting for uh, Adam and Pal's commentaries, I, I want to say there's five we've done that haven't been released yet. Congo, and please. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Congo hasn't come out yet. No. Congo I think- underworld. You Congo, told, you told me a third one, but I can't Underworld, remember. um, a, a weird small one that Adam had to do like an extra deep dive on because it was part of some like massively failed, not even streaming, but like just internet watching site. <laughs> um, ah, fuck what else was there? There's, there's, yeah, a good chunk. There was Congo, there was. Because he won't, and he won't tell us the movies before we do them because he wants our right. reaction right. when they start. Because there were there was one labeled movie C and one labeled movie D. C was Congo. D was Dick. just just gay porn. Dick all over it. It was gay porn. Oh, the the one day we did Underworld and Monkey Bone. Right, Monkey yeah. Bone was the other one you said. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we did Congo and something. I don't think either of those out. We live streamed Pinocchio. And I don't think anything's been done with that. Or maybe it has. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, there's a bunch. And uh, they're all pretty good uh, because I'm hilarious. And there's also two other guys there. (laughs) And you like to try and get away with whatever you can say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We uh, we, we had to re-record a little chunk of Congo. (laughs) 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... I I think we had to re-record it because... Um, my joke made Adam sound like the bad guy, <laughs> and I don't think he, he appreciated that, liked that. Yeah. So we, uh, I can see that. Yeah. I, I mean, believe me, I don't blame him, <laughs> but, uh, also it was funny. Um, Nothing like being on your own stream and having your, like, <laughs> co-hosty person yeah. make you look like a monster. Yeah. It was pretty good, actually, because <laughs> it was something about, um... Yeah, because like the, the uh, who's the like the, the friendly gorilla in Kong, Amy. Amy. Yeah, yeah. Um, something with Amy came up, and then uh, Adam and they were they were already in the characters were already in Africa. So you like Ernie Hudson was hanging out, and yeah. uh, Delroy Lindo Del- was in the mix. Is... No, he was because yeah. I I sang Delroy Lindo to um. To the tune of "Where's Your Head At," <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah, it, was, yeah. it was definitely definitely Del Orlando. Um, so yeah, so those guys were hanging out, and then Adam made a reference to the um, to the chimpanzee in uh, in Nope, yeah. and then I said something to the effect of, "I don't think you should call them that." Yeah, and uh, even though that's the exact same joke you made on my litter box. When I said, don't look up the chimpanzee source material, and you said, I don't think you should say that about the movie. I did say that. Get a yeah. new joke, Scott. So Get a new joke. It was basically that joke. And um... P.S. Look up the woman getting her face ripped off by a chimpanzee. It's pretty fucked up. It's the, was it the first face transplant? It was the first straight face transplant. And do not look at the pictures of after. It didn't, I mean. It did not work out. They tried. Yeah. They did it's their tough. best. It's tough when you get your whole face ripped off. Yeah. 
You, you... How do you reconstruct a nose? Yeah, you, you get what you get and you don't get upset. But you can also get upset. I, I'd be upset. I would be very upset. <laughs> it, was, it was bad. Reconstruct a nose, some fingers. Yeah. yeah. Just turn a thumb into a clitoris. I don't know if that's what they did. But if they did... Good for them. Good science. For, good for science. For science. <laughs> a big this day. This is the science episode. This is the science episode. It's a big, a big day for science. Uh, do Creep of the Week in part two? Yep. Is that all that the stuff? That was the plan. Now we can do some movies. How long into the episode are we? Like 30 minutes. 48. Probably hurry up and do some movies. Oh, and we still have candy, too. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, Drew. Uh, well, the, jo- the JoJo Vexta? <laughs> uh, when do we do can't Let's... Can we do it in part two? You're just going to make a bunch of plasticky noise. Um, I, I, how do you want to handle this? I don't fucking care. Make, make a call. Let's just do some movies quick. Okay, let's do some movies quick. Hey, Let's uh, give some people some content and then uh, don't ever say that we never give All we do is give these people we content. Give some content. <laughs> all we do, we give content and we give content and we give content. And what do we, what do we get? I guess money sometimes and specifically money for this content but still more i would say more more or less uh i think we should start strong yeah with let's make uh, everyone happy with uh with award winning award nominated actor tim roth i don't want to has been nominated for an oscar does that seem like a thing i'll look right now that would happen uh, yep, nominated for one Oscar Ooh. for Best Actor in a Supporting Role for 1995's Rob Roy. For Rob Roy, it would have been a while before it took me to get to there. Uh, he was nominated for an Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror 2001 for Planet of the Apes. Huh. I don't, <laughs> That's I don't, pretty funny. I don't think you should call them that. Uh, <laughs> uh, he was also, I mean, he's uh, nominated for a lot of things. Other but, uh, shit. Uh, you ever get nominated uh, for, uh, you had to get an Emmy nom for, what was that, Lie to Me? Uh, that was a show he was on? He did not. He was, uh, he tried he was best nominated time. for an Empire Award. That's not an award. For Best British Actor for Planet of the Apes 2001. Weak year in what British is, film. Yeah, I was gonna say, did, is it was there only one? Was there one movie, movie in two thousand one? I guess nine eleven stopped all the movies. Yeah, well, and we just got uh, <clears throat> Planet of the Apes in Under the Wire. It seems that Planet all, of the Apes and Master of Disguise. He, he, he was also nominated for the MTV Movie Awards Best Villain for Planet of the Apes. Okay, the, this is too many award nominations for Planet of the he Apes. Wa- he won. Uh, the People's Choice Award for Favorite TV Crime Fighter for 2009 for Lie to Me. So he did get something. For, did get something. For, I, crime Fighter isn't the first uh, way I would describe him on that. But anyway, yeah, this is... Crime Fighter is a real loose term. Yeah. This is Oscar-nominated actor Tim Roth's directorial debut and retirement. Yep. The War Zone, 1999, courtesy... Of Carl H. Thank you, Carl. And, uh... Carl Hogan. I, I assume the reason he didn't direct any more movies is because he... 
got it right the first time. Probably. And had nothing else to prove. Well, I guess if you're writing about things that you know deeply. I suppose as, so. Uh, as uh, noted uh, Academy Award winner, Oliver Stone? He's got to have something. Platoon? Did Platoon win something? Platoon won Best Picture. Yeah, so Academy Award winner Oliver Stone once uh, said out loud to me, personally, directly to me, at one of those uh, master classes that I paid for, uh, yep. three Oscars. Is that what mm-hmm. it says? It does. Winner, Best Director, Born on the Fourth of July. Okay. Winner, Best Director, Platoon. And winner, uh, Best Adapted Screenplay, Midnight Express. Ooh, the movie with my biggest fear. Getting thrown into the Turkish dark. prison and falling in love with a Swedish man. Yeah. Those are my two biggest fears. It is scary. I hope it never happens. I hope, I hope, I hope one of them happens, though. Which one? Mm. Dealer's choice? <laughs> Dealer's choice. Turkish prison or sec- gay sex with a Swedish man. Yeah. Oh, boy. That's going to be a tough challenge. Um. Did you say what movie was? I did. I said it's the war zone. The war zone. Yeah. Uh, so, the war zone. What would you like? To, what would you like to tell the folks about the war zone, Scott? <laughs> uh, so it's a family in what, like r- rural? Uh, is it? It's England. It's England. Yeah, no, I was gonna say it's not Ireland. It's England. It's yeah. r- rural England. Yeah. Uh, who are your kind of uh? Lower middle, like low, lower class, uh, too many babies. Yeah, they've they've moved to a more rural place from London. Yeah, because the son misses London. Yeah, and he talks about yeah, talks about missing London. Uh, yeah. so the husband is Ray Winston. I didn't know that their characters were just dad and mum. M U M. Yeah, they did not I have guess, names. I guess I didn't hear names because okay, the the we never get a last name, so the kids are just their first names. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, and mom and dad are mom and dad. Yeah. Ray cool. Winston and uh, a much younger Tilda Swinton. Tilda Swinton. Who, you know what? Not bad looking. For younger for, younger Tilda? For younger and pregnant? Not too bad. <laughs> like, she looked okay. She, uh, not, not quite as alien from outer space looking in 1999. She's really perfected her look in, in recent years. Yes. Just as truly something interplanetary. Uh, intergalactic planetary correct planetary intergalactic uh there's uh, not really a lot goes on in the very beginning of the movie pretty early on they get into a horrific car accident yeah <laughs> yes yeah and, and, and so the first thing i wrote was pregnant like, yes and she starts her water breaks and yeah. she like doesn't even really notice yeah and so they have to like scramble to get out of there to get to the hospital Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they're on the way to the hospital, the son and daughter are like, uh, hanging out the sunroof and Ray Winston, uh, is not fully paying attention to the road. And there's like a down, uh, tree, syndrome, oh. uh, down syndrome. <laughs> and, uh, he swerves to miss it and completely flips the car and somehow doesn't kill the two kids. Yeah. And somehow nobody dies. Yeah. It, like inexplicably. It was a horrific car accident. Yeah, they should probably all be dead at least like or, two, or paralyzed two or three out of four but like everyone just sort of has cuts yeah and a bruising tilda doesn't lose the baby nope gives full birth gives full birth <laughs> full birth <laughs> and uh yeah and everyone's just sort of uh 
sort of okay from that. And then we're back at the house, and Tilda's just hanging a titty out to breastfeed. Just going for it. How else are you supposed to breastfeed? Cover him up? Put a put a screen up. A screen put, up. put one of those big Japanese oh, yeah. folding room, room divider. <laughs> yeah, you can change behind it. Yeah, that's like you breastfeed in uh, rural England. Nah, now that I say that, I kind of want one of those. Just like right down the middle. Yeah, so that nobody can see what you're doing over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my room that I don't share with anyone. I still want like extra privacy. Why not? It's your room. You do what you want. It's true. It's nobody nobody's business but mine. Um, so th- nobody's body, but you're right. <laughs> it's true. So, and then f- fairly early on the, there's, they sort of give you a red herring in that the son might be a creep. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. They definitely direct you like to him being kind of weird and being weird about the sister. Yeah. But, uh, that was, uh, that was just to throw you off the scent. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's when we see Ray Winstone Dick. Uh, it's later. He, later. That's, later. That, that's the next note I have. Oh, okay. Because uh, so, he like he know. gets out of bed at at night. Yeah. To yeah. I don't know if there was just like a noise that didn't end up playing out. In yeah, anything, or something, or, something like that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. But so like a lot of the early part of the movie is just sort of you as the audience trying to understand their dynamic. Of the family. Yeah, it's just sort of establishing that, like, he, the family. The, dad, the dad's kind of like... Because I mean, like, like you get the vibe that they're maybe more... They're a little bit bohemian. Like they're a little uh-huh. bit kind of... A little bit chill. country and a little bit rock and roll. Yeah, like <laughs> you get that feeling for sure. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think the first like kind of major thing that happens is that... So they have, they have an old... There's an older sister... Yeah. Who still lives in the city. Or like, mm-hmm. it, like doesn't, like has, has left the house and like doesn't really associate with the parents. Mm-hmm. But then when the baby's born, she kind of comes back into the picture for a little bit and then leaves again. Yeah. And, uh, the brother wants to leave and go live with her. Yeah. Cause he likes the city. Cause he likes the city, but the parents won't let him go cause he's too young. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. you're, you're just sort of kind of getting the feeling of, like, how the parents interact with each other, how they interact with their kids. Yeah. Uh, the, but the first, like, major thing that happens is he's going to uh, – he's, like, out out in, like, the, the, the moors of wherever. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And yeah. uh, when he comes back to the house and he sort of, like, approaches the house – he sees gets, through the window. He sees through the bathroom window, but you you don't see what he sees. No. You just see him. Yeah. So he looks in and he like immediately like backs away like, from the window. What the fuck is this? And he's kind of confused by what he saw. Yeah. So he goes back in the house and then a few scenes later, he sort of like confronts the sister and says like... I saw you in the bath with dad. Yeah. Why were you in the bath with dad? And she's like... At which point I write, I think I like where this movie is going. She's like 16 or 17 maybe. In there, yeah. yeah, probably 16. And he's probably like 15, 14 like, or 15. Yes. But the actor looks way older, but I think he's supposed to be younger. I think they're like 16, 14, I would Okay, yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe. Uh, and she just sort of says like, well, he was getting out of the bath and I was getting in the bath. Yeah. So we were just sharing the water, which, first of all, that's kind of more gross than what happened. That's grosser than rape. Like, you're going to you're gonna bathe in your dad's Filth. dirty water? Filth. That's disgusting. 
Yeah. I don't the, care if you're poor and you're sharing water. Yeah. That's gross. I don't care if you're in rural England. I don't care if you're on the moors. Water, water everywhere, and so many drops to drink. Not that water. Not Ray Winstone dirt water. I bet you, I bet you there's people that would drink it. Ugh. I bet you there's people that would pay good money to drink that. I'm sure. Well, there, there was that, like... You're talking oh. that cam whore who yep. sold her bathwater for a billion dollars a bottle. Yep. What the fuck is wrong with or people? Her. You know what? Eugenics. Eugenics. Yeah. No one's buying hey. bath in in my world. Nobody's buying bathwater. I don't take baths, but I'll let you buy my shower water for a hundred thousand dollars. Sure. Yeah. Same same deal here, and I'll fucking take a bath. For Off it. my body into a cup. There you go. <laughs> shower water. Just run off. I'm too big for baths. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Bathtubs are not designed for full-grown men. <laughs> Too big for baths. It's true. Right? Like you don't believe, you don't agree. Um, Bathtubs are too small for full-grown men. I suppose. Yeah, I haven't. I because I, I don't want. I don't want to sit in a bath with my upper body out of the water and my legs in the water. Actually, true. And I, it's not comfortable to be. I want to be like laying down. Up to your neck, but your knees and legs are out of the water. You know it's not comfortable. You're actually 100% right. I want to be submerged yeah, if I, I'm in yeah. water. If I'm in the bathtub, I would like to be up to my neck, but my whole body's underwater. Are you suggesting we put out a line of big boy bathtubs? <laughs> I am. That's our next our next adventure after this podcast gets... Next venture or adventure? Adventure. <laughs> okay. After we get too many listeners and we can't talk about the things we want to talk about anymore because YouTube's going to cancel us, yeah. then we'll do big boy baths. <laughs> Deal. All you need to do is get like a like I here's what I want. I want <laughs> what a, you want. I want a recliner, but it's a bathtub. Yes. So like it's a it's a tub, it fills mm-hmm. with water, and yeah. then you can control leaning backwards, Love leaning it. forward, sitting up straight. Yeah. It's like those old people bathtubs that, that you need to sit up in, but you can recline so you can lay back. Yeah. 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 Like I, I like remember that. house sitting for my grandma a long time ago and she had one. It was one of those like sit sit down bathtubs, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, sick! It's going to be mm-hmm. like a hot tub, but yeah. um, it's like a bathtub, right?" So I get in and I start filling the water, yeah. but like the water can only go so high before it starts to automatically drain, yeah, so that you don't enough. overflow it. Yeah, and it was like barely up to my armpits, worthless. And I was like, "What the hell's the point? What, of this? what a fucking waste!" Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. I agree. Uh, speaking of YouTube canceling us, uh, part one of last week is uh, limited monetization. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> but that wasn't the one where we said all the things. So I'm I'm interested uh what Are you are you what even that was? There's no way I can fight. Well, you can't I, fight limited? Oh no, no, you... I I've already requested oh. review and they have already uh confirmed that yes, this should definitely be limited. <laughs> Did they tell you what it was? Of course not. Okay. And uh hey, even if I get a million subscribers and ask them, they still won't yeah, tell true. me that's if true. uh if Adam's so What recent, does limited uh, even mean? I don't know. Uh this video may earn limited or no ad revenue due to content identified as not suitable for most advertisers. It remains fully playable and is eligible to earn subscription revenue from YouTube Premium. Okay. So right. yeah, so Whatever. hopefully everyone has everyone watching has YouTube premium. But if you're gonna spend money on YouTube, just spend it on this channel and not YouTube premium. Or just come give on. us just the money directly. Give us the money. Stop stop fucking around. Don't give YouTube money to that so that they can give us a smaller Don't channel. give that uh, that's oh. probably what got us last time. That person, Christine Polish last name. Christine Bransky. Wajiki. I don't know. It's not Christine Baranski. She's lovely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
She was in Bowfinger, goddammit. Not, not a looker, though. No, she, she, well, she's a she's a handsome woman. Handsome. Very yeah. strong jaw. Yes. Uh, anyways, back to not taking baths. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he confronts her, and she just kind of says, he was getting it out. I was she brushes in. it off. N- nothing happens here. Mm-hmm. Uh he like weirdly kind of like the the i the kind of the feeling you get that you get thrown at you is that he's jealous, but that's not actually what it no. is. But that's what they that's what they, that's what you get tricked into thinking. Kind of yeah, is that he's mad that he's not taking baths with his sister, mm-hmm. which then she sort of calls him out on. Yeah, but they have an argument, and he's just like, "Why you're so mad?" Because like, he said, "Why would you let Dad do that to you?" And mm-hmm. then she's like, "You're like, why? Because you want to do it. Like you're you want to mm-hmm. have a bath with your sister." And he's like, "No, no, I'd rather have a bath with your best friend." <laughs> well, not directly, but indirectly. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, then just, just sort of like a series of like. Tilda's kind of struggling as a as a mother now yeah. that she has a baby. They go on a they go on a family pub outing. <laughs> Very silly. Because <laughs> why? Because that's what you're doing. Why? Why England. wouldn't uh, mother mother father baby and baby and two teenagers yeah. all, all go to the pub together? Yeah. Uh, the sister meets her kind of sort of boyfriend, little baby Colin Farrell. Baby Colin Farrell, who's just it looks exactly the same, just as hunky. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally, just the same. Yeah. Uh, they go out on kind of like a uh, a date. Yeah. But the brother, like, totally cockblocks Colin Farrell and says, Oh, can I come? Can I come? And they let him go. And yeah. they stay out all night. And then uh, Ray Winston's very pissed at them. Yes. And when they... Uh, I don't think... What, what, what are my notes? What are my notes here? Uh, oh, I wrote, uh, just a casual bath for your adult daughter. No, so Super cool. <laughs> I wrote in all caps, young Colin. <laughs> I wrote little baby Pharaoh exclamation mark. Uh, so it, yeah, it's, it's all kind of leading to the, the brother finds out that the dad has been like sexually abusing the sister. There's like, uh, up on the moors. There's like, well, that, that's, after. Like that's later. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he, he finds out that's what's happening. Yeah. And he kind of tells her, like, we need to catch him and stop him. Mm-hmm. And she's reluctant at first, but yeah. then she sort of agrees. Mm-hmm. So he gets a camera. Yeah. From, I don't even know where he got the camera from. The camera. Did the sister store. have the camera and she was taking photos or something? They must have had an existing camera. But they're poor. How do they have a camera? I don't, I don't know how poor they are. I think they just moved to the country. I, I, yeah, I, guess. I don't know. Until recently, they could afford London real estate. I guess that's fair. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I just thought that they were like m- more worse off. Like they're not. They can't just afford to. I be... think Ray Winstone just looks like that. <laughs> I mean, Ray, he does kind of. Ray like Winstone that. looks poor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think that's just the vibe. But Tilda Swinton looks rich. So... Uh, well, those titties ain't, ain't poor. <laughs> those titties ain't poor. Uh, so they sort of can like. Concoct a plan, kind of, where he's gonna like sneak up on them when it's happening and videotape it, and then use it to get the dad to stop. And I think it's also vaguely implied to use it to make them move back to the city. Kind, kind of. of, that's like his like he's his like, selfish reason. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, so there's like an old old bunker. Yeah, it's like, like a World War ruins II yeah. bunker on the moors. Yeah, that. Ray Winston takes his uh, takes his daughter up there on a nice afternoon walk, a nice stroll. 
fucks the shit out of and her. And just full-on Jesus sex. Yeah. And and he, she even says, why can't we do it like you do it with mom? And he yeah. said, no, we can't do it like that. And then he proceeds to fuck her in the ass. Yep. Right up the ass. Thanks, Tim Roth. Thanks, Tim Roth. <laughs> and the, the brother, like, sets up the camera, but then, like, obviously can't watch. Because he, like... Because you know, he's a coward. Uh, yes, he is He is definitely a coward. Watch your dad fuck your sister. Uh, P.S. In the, uh, the, the Jesus sex and or the loophole. Amazing. The best thing that's ever been invented. Uh, <laughs> True. So... Yeah, so that, now they have it, and they're going to confront him about what's happening... And I love the way that Ray Winston uh, deals with the confrontation. Denial to the end. Denial to the end, and then just gets and very angry, super violent. Yeah, <laughs> like just the most violent. Yes. Like, how dare you say I would do that? Even though you, saw even me though do we it. both know I, I did it. Yeah. Even though everybody involved in this conversation yeah. knows exactly what I did. Yeah. And you, how dare you? <laughs> A uh, little piece of trivia here is that at a public screening of the movie during the Toronto International Film Festival, TF. Uh, one viewer was so upset and devastated that he rose to his feet and shouted that he couldn't take anymore. Wow. Headed for the exit, intending to pull the fire alarm. <laughs> but director Tim Roth, who was in attendance, intercepted him at the door, and it took 20 minutes of intense conversation to calm <laughs> the man down. Uh, wow. Also, according to director Tim Roth, the bunker scene was so difficult to film that a sound man almost ruined a take by crying into the microphone. Wow. Ray Winston also found acting the scene upsetting and nearly left the production because of it. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Crazy, right? This is some serious shit. Uh... Uh, Apparently, Tim Roth was also really apprehensive at the film's debut at Sundance, so he and Ray Winston did tons of tequila shots in the projectionist booth to calm their nerves. Nice. Uh... <laughs> can can you explain my, my note uh, that says... I've never gotten to burn my sister's titty. Not once. When was there a titty uh, She wanted to be pun- like he was, uh, he was yeah, punishing yeah. her because uh, that's what you do. When yeah. your sister is getting butt fucked by your dad, you're like, I need to physically punish you. <laughs> yeah. You need to be hurt. Yeah. So he's holding like a, a, a lighter, a lighter to, her to her titty. Yeah. 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 I'm like, look, if we get if we get to do that, I, I've been missing out is what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, also, the brother and sister were both underage during filming, yep. but their parents had read the scripts and were aware of what was involved. And were totally chill with and, it. And uh, the last thing of any, any of us want in this production was to scar kids in any way, Tim Roth said. <laughs> and I'm sure that everything was fine. Every, the, everyone's um, good. The aforementioned uh, Jesus sex in the bunker scene yep. is uh, very uncomfortable to watch. Oh, yeah. Maybe the most uncomfortable I've ever been watching any form of sex scene. But because that didn't her... stop you from... Well, Scott, I'm human. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I'm a man. I'm 40. Although, I'm not 40, but you're almost 40. No, I'm not. Uh, it is very... And I'm not, and and I'm not even human. When, I'm a cat. When she starts crying, yeah. I was like, oh, uh, I can't I, I can't get through I this. I wish I didn't have a boner right now. Yeah, like, I wish I wasn't rock solid right now. Because, like, <laughs> it, her, yeah. her cr- like, cries of pain are the most... It's fucking uncomfortable. Rough. I've ever been seeing a movie. Yeah, 
Like I literally cr- like b- balled up on the couch and was like, <laughs> uh, so yeah, at the very, so at the very end, after they confront him and then he storms out of the house and he eventually comes back and just goes to the bedroom yeah. and they come back down and he's trying to give them the speech of like, listen, when you love somebody, you like, you know, you, you do a lot of things when you, you know, when you're confused and when you're in love. And yeah. he's trying to justify what it is. And he gets up to sort of like confront them. And the son has a knife. Yeah. Gives him the old uh, stabby stab stab. Mm-hmm. And then he dies on the floor. <laughs> he sure does. Um, what I had a couple other notes, both of which you will need to refresh me on because I watched this a while ago. Um so the older sister came to visit for a minute, and I wrote, "What the fuck is Carol's deal? Why? Why would I have written that? What was her deal? What, was she being weird about something? I don't remember. Huh? I don't. I don't know your note. Um. And then, uh, I guess nearer the end, they, uh, they were driving to the hospital again. With the the baby was sick. The baby was sick. Baby was sick. And I said, I'm secretly hoping they'd get in another <laughs> massive <Yeah. laughs> car accident on the way to the hospital. And again, everybody's fine. And again, everyone's fine. Yeah. And uh, didn't need uh, diaper blood. No. Uh, <laughs> no, diaper blood's gross. I, 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 you know what? As, as a fairly blanket statement, I never need diaper blood. Well, you but, need to get uh, into very specific finishes, Scott. Uh, there was one other thing, too, is like when the son doesn't want to tell Tilda Swinton... But he kind of gives her like the "don't leave him alone with the baby." Yes, but it's like yes. is he gonna fuck a baby? I don't I think know. He's fucking the daughter because she's older. He's not a because he's there, not a pedophile. Because there is uh, grass on the field, and he has chosen to play ball. I don't think there's grass on a baby's field, Scott. That's disgusting. Talk about the <sighs> the daughter, huh? There's not uh, so grass. I, this I, I I don't want. No, this led me <laughs> I don't to my to my very last note, mm-hmm. which my very last note was, "Oh, Tim, who <laughs> hurt you? Who?" Well, well that fu- led funny you should to ask. A very uh, interesting my, conversation. My so, last note was that was nuts. <laughs> so I'm gonna read. I made. Uh, I obviously put this on uh, my litter box, which is uh, Drew Sarian. If you want to follow me and see all of the many things that I watch, I'm. Uh, I'm not gonna make beat last year's record for movies watched. Although I still have about half a month. So true. And I got a lot of uh, all requests to watch. So maybe I will. Uh, so I had reviewed this, and I gave it a three out of five stars. And I said, I'd say that's about right. I don't know who hurt you, Tim, in the past, but this is uh, screaming for help or something. And a uh, person who follows me, who goes by the name of Pigeon, Pigeon, if you're listening, uh, said, "Oh, here's some comments of a link to the Guardian and a link to a French newspaper that I didn't click on specifically because I wanted to wait till we got to the podcast. So Scott opened the English link oh. from The Guardian. Mm-hmm. Now, as, would you uh, please uh, read the title of the article? As per The Guardian UK from uh, what looks to be uh, December 2016, uh, Tim Roth, colon, my father and I were abused by my grandfather. So that's who hurt him. That is, in fact, who hurt him. His grandpappy... Was doing some bad things. To him and his pappy. Which is strange. Which is interesting. You don't get a lot of grandparent well, abuse. Usually it goes down, right? It goes grandfather to father, yeah. father to son. But the father was chill. Tim Fa- Tim yeah. Sr., good guy. Yeah, apparently. Uh, Tim Roth. Unless he was allowing it to happen. Ooh, then, then not so good. Let's find out together. But, yeah, I mean, I guess it also, like, 
I would assume the grandfather molested the, the, his son when he was younger and then molested Tim Roth when he was younger. But in my yeah. head, I like to imagine... At the same time? Like a 75-year-old grandfather abusing a 40-something-year-old <laughs> father <a> <laughs> and a teenage Tim Roth. That is a much like, funnier scenario. That's a pretty, pretty fucking good play. Oh, that... <laughs> like, I'm not going to molest you when you're a kid. I'm going to wait until you're a full-grown man and then I'm going to rape you. That's, uh, that's like as funny as, uh, the strange thing about the Johnsons. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. D- different, but <laughs> it's, like it's still abuse. It's still, it's, uh, abuse in funny ways. Abuse in funny ways. <laughs> uh, Tim Roth, the acclaimed British actor who rose to global fame with roles in Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction has said that both he and his father were abused by his grandfather. Roth, who has previously spoken of his own abuse, has not before said who his abuser was, nor that his father was similarly abused. Uh, speaking to The Guardian to promote new TV series, Rillington Place. Oh, interesting, because there's an old movie called 10 Rillington Place, right? Must be related. Anyway, uh, Roth said his father had left the British Communist Party in the 1970s, in part in disgust over its sex scandals that appalled him. He was an abused kid, my dad, and it was a terrible childhood that he had, and he took that shit seriously. Roth clarified that he was not himself abused by his father, as in the relationship depicted in his directorial debut, The War Zone, 1999, uh, uh. in which a father abuses his daughter, but that they were both abused as children, sad, by, <laughs> by his grandfather. Boo, Boo Grandpa Roth. <laughs> he was abused, and I was abused, but I was not abused by him. A, a, not, all A's are B, but not all B's are A. Uh, I would, all, all, all abusers are uh not but not all butts are abused um i was abused by his abuser it was his father he was a fucking rapist but nobody had the language nobody knew what to do that's why i made the war zone roth 55 has acted in large-scale hollywood movies such as grace of monaco and the hateful eight as well as smaller art house projects he won much acclaim for chronic which premiered at Cannes last year and in which he starred as a palliative care nurse falsely accused of abusing a patient with quite the ending on that movie. He's pretty good for those who want to check that one out. You also, he was also in the musketeer. Remember that like, yeah, action musketeer movie. That's so fucking weird. (laughs) I, you know what? I would love to give that movie another rewatch, but somebody has got to pay for it. Uh, yeah, we don't watch movies for free anymore. No, you people have to pay us to watch movies going forward. So if you want to pay for, you want to pay for the, for the musketeer starring Tim Roth, then now's your opportunity. No time like the present. No time like the present. So, uh, Carl or H. You, or if you want to pay for, uh, Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Or you want to pay for The Death of Dick oh, Long. Oh, somebody pay for The Strange Thing About the Johnsons. Or The Death of Dick Long. Both, uh. I would love to review both of those on this podcast, but only if people pay for it. Because I'm yeah. not doing it for free because I'm not a whore. No, you are a whore. No, whores do it for free. You, we need to go. You, no, we need to take you back. Free. We need to take you back to horse school because you back to horse school because <laughs> you didn't get it the first time. Well, I didn't graduate horse school, so <laughs> I uh, took it in summer school because I had to. Is it night classes? I took night classes <laughs> on horse school. But uh, Carl H, good pick. Yeah, it was good. I honestly had never heard of it before. No, I was unfamiliar I with it, and it, it definitely delivered. So, uh, so well played. That, that is another interesting thing for a season of the podcast in the future when we have time to do new seasons. Great of movies we didn't know about, uh, or just like m- movies by directed by actors that are kind of like their oh. their one and only, or they're like sure. they're, they only have like one known 
movie that they've directed. Like Elizabeth Banks's Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. That's a movie I hope to or, never watch. Uh, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll try and remember the other one, but y- you keep talking. I uh, think there's a... Orson Welles' Citizen Kane. Orson Welles' Citizen is that, Kane. Is that a good example? Uh, no. How about, uh, how about uh, Peter, Peter Berg? <laughs> I mean, Peter Berg's my guy, so... <laughs> how can we never talk about the fact that Sylvester Stallone directed Staying Alive? Oh, yeah. Isn't that wild? That is wild. Yeah. You always or, forget or, about that or one. Or just things like that, like weird things like that. Yeah. Like Sly Stallone directing a gay man doing disco. And 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 also Sly Stallone having maybe a screenwriting Oscar? Uh, did, uh yeah. Did Rocky Rocky, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he was he yeah, he must have been the screenwriter. I, I think Rocky won best, Rocky picture, won best picture and Stallone wrote it. I don't know if he won yeah. for uh he was he was n- nominated. Ah. Nominated for actor and screenplay. Yeah, but it did and, win Best Picture. And it, sure won, it best won Best Picture, picture but yeah. he wasn't a producer or whatever. Um, pay us yeah, to watch that... Rocky. Hmm? Pay sure. us to watch Rocky. Sure. Pay us to watch Rocky Five, The good one. The good one with AIDS. Tommy Gunn. AIDS. <laughs> Died of AIDS. Uh, which takes us to 2000, 20 years into the future with 2019's Loquisha. From Benedetto, who I believe is our official animator, who has done uh, one animation. So pick it up, Ben. <laughs> and only sort of did it good. I thought he did it great. Uh, excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Well, one of us was the right animal. Oh, yeah. The other one was not the right animal. I, I, you know what? If I was you, I, w- I would be saying the same things right now. I, uh, yeah. I agree. I think, did you end up a lynx? I was a lynx! Yeah. I'm not a fucking lynx. <laughs> I have so, a tail. So, you know. And my uh, paws are big, but not that big. But not that. They're not fucking snowshoes. I don't have pointy ears. I'm not an elf. So, you know, notes for next time, Ben. <laughs> Friend, friendly advice from an angry man. Yeah. So. So, Loquisha. Loquisha. Low Anthony. <laughs> so, this one confused me because I was positive. P-O-Z. P-A-W-S-ative, that I had downloaded this the second I heard about it in 2019. Yeah. But... um, I think think you did, because I think we had planned on watching it at some point. So I don't know what happened, but I could not find it anywhere on all 53 terabytes of my hard drives, uh, one terabyte of which is dedicated to movies, and 52 of which are dedicated to other things. And... uh, but I couldn't find it, so I had to re-download it, and then uh, then when I went to watch the one I downloaded, I noticed it was uh, fairly fairly quickly because they even dub the uh, the text titles, <laughs> uh, and it was uh, I, I don't Russian dubbed. I don't believe that that's called dubbing. It should. I don't think text dubbing text Russian text replacing English. No, no, text. it didn't. No, no, no. It said the text in English. And a Russian man spoke over oh. the text in Russian. Uh, they dubbed text. I thought maybe you were retarded. No, no, no. Not, I mean, t- not today. Yeah. Not today, Satan. Um, yeah. So I'm like, oh, I probably have to uh, 
find another one. But luckily, it was free on Tubi. Tubi! And also, I figured out how to download from Tubi. Tubi. So I didn't have to watch it on Tubi. Tubi. <laughs> yeah. Okay, stop being that excited about Tubi. Un- think... Unofficial sponsor of the podcast, Tubi. Tubi.tv. Bing and Tubi. Bing it and Tubi it. Bing Tubi, you'll find it. Tubi or not Tubi? The answer is Tubi. 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 So this stars, I was going to say Jimmy Savile, but that was the British Mr. Rogers pedophile. Yep. This uh, is Jeremy Savile. Uh, writer, director, producer, and actor of would, Loquisha. You would describe this as a passion project? He, he's a passionate man. He's a passionate, passionate, passionate man about his love of being anti-woke. <laughs> Because all of his other projects are very much anti-woke. Okay, that's what I thought, and that's what I was expecting from this. Yeah. I thought this was going to be like some Daily Wire shit. Uh, Um, Spoilers for several weeks in the future. (laughs) Just a little little teaser for you baby birds there. Baby birds. But yeah, I thought this was going to like go pretty hard right wing. I don't. Yeah, and I think see, some of his I, other stuff does. I don't know how hardcore right wing he is. Per he's se. just anti. I think he's just like SJW. this whole this whole woke culture is kind of ridiculous. So I'm just gonna make the movies I want to make. But also, I think he's because he's I don't know. He's probably like close to fifty, or he maybe he looks just 50. into his fifties. Yeah, and like his sense of humor. Ended in 2003. Certainly. So everything he... To be fair, the best time for humor. I suppose. The Bush administration. The Bush administration. You can say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. Nobody cares. You can make drawn together. You can make drawn together. (laughs) That's pretty much... (laughs) The litmus test. That's the litmus test for for a time in comedy. Could I make drawn together? Could I make drawn together? Uh, No. Any time after drawn together was made? No. No. (laughs) And uh, and earlier, they wouldn't have been there yet. So yeah. literally, it's just the Bush administration is the only funny time in our nation's history. Come on me if you want to live. <laughs> A classic. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there. So it's clearly pretty pretty low budget. Yeah, I mean it's 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 completely financed and produced by him. This is all Jeremy all the this time. This is all him making his own movie. He's made several uh, several other ones that uh, got a little bit of recognition, like as far as like being stupid bad movies. This one definitely got the most but like this was the most internet yeah. talk. Uh, he also did the test in 2012. Okay, uh, and then he did one that was called like. Uh, the 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 gay man I don't know the the something the gay um, man's wife is like the time traveler's wife but he's gay and doesn't time travel uh, he apparently what is this oh, did you find a Jeremy well uh, he, he did he, he did a short film in two thousand and five where he plays George W Bush oh uh, he was also in one episode of Modern Family was he now apparently. Uh, anyways, he... did he play the the fat Mexican son? Yes, he's Ricardo Montalban. What Rico Rodriguez? I think it's Rico Rodriguez, right? Rico oh, like Rodriguez. also the name of an MMA fighter. Yes, yeah, yes, that is true. Uh, yeah, but anyways, starring oh, oh. Randy Couture <laughs> as <laughs> Manny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so his his style of comedy is very much like push 
pushing like the comfort comfortable norms yeah. of today, but it, but like bad. Yeah, hope you let, let, SJWs don't get too shook about this. Yeah, but even even in by two thousand and three standards, it's still not good. No, that's like, correct. He's his target audience is people that were in high school in the two thousands yeah. and are now in their forties. Yeah. So I find that unrelatable. The idea is that he is a he's a bartender in Los Angeles. He's, no, no, he's sorry, Detroit. Detroit. He's a bartender in Detroit. Detroit Rock City. Who, he is but a simple barkeep. Who like you know is like very uh, very. He's like the typical like knowledgeable bartender who's there to listen to all your problems, give you give her these like one line zingers, folksy and, homespun wisdom. Yeah, I wish I. So my first note was just like all these. Fucking awful one-liners. He's throwing up just all these. Like, but ones. I wish I'd written them down because at the time when I watched it, I was like, "No, I'm gonna remember these." <laughs> and now, like a week later, I'm like, "No, I don't remember." The only one that I remember mm-hmm. that I wrote down is that. So, so he's helping just like random people at the bar, yeah. and then this black lady comes in and she's like, "Ah, my boyfriend's being a being a jerk and." I uh, you know I, I don't know, I, I don't know how to get him to change and he's giving her the advice yeah and then he goes uh, like here have have a drink and so he gives her another drink while he's giving her advice and she says are you trying to get me drunk and he goes no I'm trying to sober you up and I was like oh my god I'm fucking nice. done with this I'm so done with this movie <laughs> nice but it was just like a bunch of those like stupid quick one liners that aren't funny yeah. But like he thinks they're funny. Oh, he thinks they're great. He thinks they're great. He thinks they're very clever. And the thing is, like he he as a person in the movie is actually kind of charming. Like like he against all odds, yes. Yeah, like he's he's not a jerk at all. No, he's no, actually no. like a very likable guy. Yeah, it's just that like, well, wouldn't you be in your own movie? <laughs> I mean, true. No, but like you could. But he is a because I'm. That's true. Like other people could put themselves in their movie and not and think they're coming off good, yeah, but not. But come across as like a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Happens to the best of us, of course. Um. So she, me, me in the main event. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's like, uh, who's that pedophile in the red singlet? <laughs> <laughs> so she makes a couple of like silly jokes, and one of the jokes is about like Gandhi in India during the hunger strike, and he does. This very, very funny... Flawless Gandhi. Flawless Gandhi impersonation about, yeah. like... I don't know. Like, the whole conversation is about, like, hunger hunger strike, but for, like, the like a dumb reason. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, God, if this whole movie is, voices? is like the Gandhi impersonation... Then good. Then this is the best movie I've I was going to say, seen. I got real psyched when that happened, because, like, the first two minutes, there's just a lot of, like acting going on like people are acting real hard and i'm like oh this is gonna be yeah this is gonna be a trudge the, to uh yeah. to get the, through. this is like casting call for a movie and you hired the first and only person <laughs> that came in for the audition yeah because like a lot of the side characters that are just like there for a couple scenes like mostly patrons at the bar yeah are just like saying their lines yeah. right off the script. They are delivering their lines. Like there's no there is no acting or exaggeration. These are my lines and I am saying them you to are you. You are hearing waiting, me talk. Waiting for you to say your next yes. line so that I can say my next line. I have line. said my thing, now you say your yeah. thing. 
yeah then um but yeah then then i write down uh okay you you won me back with the indian accent because i i, I the, the rest of the movie is uh is one voices then uh, i am very much on board but uh but it was not and that's the end of voices well besides one yeah. the, the main voice but i thought it was gonna be lots of voices yeah me too uh, so the woman, we, we, there is a nary, nary a Chinese to be found. The, the woman in question, who is kind of like a bar, bargain bin, uh, uh, Tiffany Haddish, yeah. uh, is like, oh, like, <laughs> she kind of is. I, I know some people who do radio. Uh, like, you should get your own radio talk show. Like, you should do a podcast. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm good enough to do a podcast. And, uh, then we get to meet just like his completely like bitch of an ex-wife. Who, like, won't even give him, like, a, a little break. Yeah, so the premise is they're, uh, they're send, they want to send their son to special school. Yeah. Uh, well, and gifted, sp- gifted school. Yeah. Not special school. That's a different kind of school. That is a different kind of school and cheaper. Uh, and th- this one's very expensive and he's not making enough money at bar. the bar to afford yeah. that. And my understanding is the wife flat out refuses to work herself. Kinda, yeah. That's, That's... kind of the impression. So like, <laughs> like... I, I don't understand how she lives, and unless he's just paying child support and she's living off the child support. But even then, how much money could he possibly be making? That yeah. bar has five people in it at all times. Yeah. And a... it's not like he's working some like hip bumping bar in downtown Detroit. Like Yeah, no like no one's got handlebar mustaches and stuff. Yeah, it's not it's not a bear bar. <laughs> Which, maybe it, it should be. It should have been. But like and yeah, it's that's the thing through the whole movie. And cuz my second last note is bitch if you want the kid to go to the school so much then I don't know, maybe you also make some money. Yeah. Get an OnlyFans, bitch. Get an OnlyFans. Get fired from your other job for doing OnlyFans, but who cares? Because you're making more money on OnlyFans. Yeah. You uh, stupid. P.S. One thing I forgot to mention is that after she got fired, uh, she updated her the price of it from $25 to $40. Uh, she being uh, NXT Women's uh, Wrestling Champion until uh, two days ago, uh, Mandy Rose, who got fired from the WWE for uh, being a whore. Amanda Sacamano is her real name. Good name. Uh, man, she's only 32. Jesus Christ. Uh, so my next note. Oh, sorry. So yeah. So he, um, the wife refuses to work and he kind of goes like, don't worry about it. I'll figure it out. And she's like, yeah, you're going to figure it out. What are you going to do? Work another bar job? Like you're going to work two bar jobs? There was a very funny thing. And I think their first conversation that I don't know if you caught. I don't know. They. Maybe I did. They was waiting for you to say it. <laughs> I like your style. They d- they had to dub over the word iPhone with yes. smartphone. Yes. Very funny. Even though you could still see the Apple logo. Yeah. Yeah. So I I question why that needed to be done. I don't know. But I Just love that sure it was. Make sure they didn't get like I, a strike or something. I guess, but yeah, super funny. Very funny. I and like PS, that. not good dubbing. No, terrible dubbing. <laughs> like highly noticeable dubbing. Yeah. yeah. Not like the the audio that they they recorded was not mixed. Not a great match. It was not mixed. It was just put over top. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's so he's in the bar, and that woman comes back in, and she's like, "Hey, thanks for the advice. Now my boyfriend's like worshiping the ground Stop, I walk stopped on. Stopped hitting me and whatever. And he goes, and he got me pregnant, and he didn't leave. Exactly. <laughs> so he must be white. 
And uh, so he... This is a bad show. No. <laughs> so he... We do she, a bad she, show. She says to him, like, you know, hey, you should record a test for a podcast. I'll submit it for you and we'll get your own show. And he goes, yeah, maybe. And he goes, like, well, you know, because like, you can make good money off it. And he's like, how yeah. much money can I make? And she's like, oh, like, on the low end, whatever, on the high end, this. And he a goes, billion dollars. And he's thinking, like... Good. That, that's the money I need to help send my son to school. I can send my son to a special school, and I can get a, a I can sign up for OnlyFans. Correct. And see Mandy Rose softcore porn. Even though it's not OnlyFans, it's her own thing. Uh, fan, fan time? Fan time or something? Yeah. Uh, so Couldn't go name brand, Mandy? Come on. So he goes to, uh, he goes to, to, to do this sort of like test run thing. It doesn't really go that well, because he's... He just doesn't have, like, the charisma or the confidence to sort of, like, do it as himself. Because when he's in the bar, he's, like, reacting to the people. Yeah. He's doing his own sort of, like, just natural flow. Yeah. And when he's talking to somebody while recording, it seems, like, stale or whatever. And uh, he submits it and he doesn't get accepted. And I my, my, my note was during, like, this whole time was just, like... He's a horrible actor. He's not a good actor. Like, he's he's constantly actor. looking side to side or up and yeah. down, and he's giving all these like sassy facial expressions and hand gestures, but yeah. like before he's even Loquisha. Yeah. Like, he's just yes. doing it as his natural acting style. Like, I'm a bad actor in front of a camera. Like, if I have to act for camera, I'm mm. terrible. In the ring, doing wrestling and stuff, totally fine. Yeah. But as soon as I know that there's a camera <laughs> filming on me, I do, like, hand gestures that I wouldn't normally do, or, like, yeah. my eyes naturally want to, like, look directly down the camera for some weird reason, even sure. though I'm not supposed to. But he's doing all of that. Like, yeah. he's over-exaggerating, and he's being, like, ridiculous, and it just is awful. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's certainly bad. Um, n- now, w- with him submitting the first thing... It- was that the impl- I feel like the implication was that his first one was good, and if they were willing to hire white men, they would have, but they weren't. No, I, I think it was that it's just sort of like very generic middle of the road, and they were like, we, we, would, we would hire you, but we already have a bunch like you. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Like, that you, you don't stand out. You're not, you're yeah. not unique enough. Yeah. And so then when he's like kind of down and out about it, and he reads this card that's from the like a, a business card of the company yeah and it says like you know looking for new podcasters or um, you know yeah. radio hosts uh es- ethnic uh, ethnics and women highly ethnics i, I think it said ethnics yeah hi- highly like you know uh whatever like uh, persons highly of color in- highly encouraged yeah and he kind of goes like well yeah no shit like i'm a white guy they don't want me they want some sassy black woman they should go in there and tell you how it is and he starts doing and thus was born loquisha so then he realizes like shit like i could fucking do this yeah like i could be a sassy fat black lady Mm -hmm. and get billions of dollars (laughs) yeah um so he 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 does a recording of him doing the audio. Yeah. And he submits it to these two like an old white guy and his son. Yeah, who and, who run the local radio radio station. station. And it it is at this point that one of the most infuriating lines of the movie is uttered when they when they get her audition and love it and then I think the dad says, "But we don't do talk radio." I'm like, "Then what the fuck was this audition yeah, for?" Yeah, yeah, then what are you doing? <laughs> like if you're putting out requests for what did they submit, want a dj I, I guess like 
I got legitimately yeah, yeah. pissed at no, that no. line. I, I agree with you. That's a fuck up. <laughs> That's just bad writing. That's horrible J- Jeremy, writing. You're doing a bad job, buddy. Yeah. Uh, but he, even even so, like when when they she submits he submits the tape, like. How does anybody believe that that's a woman? He doesn't sound like a no, woman. No, he sounds. He still sounds he like sounds a man. He sounds like a dude yeah. pretending to be. Dude, sound, dude sounds like dude a lady. Dude sounds like a lady. <laughs> no, he sounds like exactly what is happening. Yeah. He sounds like a white guy doing a black doing woman's a sarcastic voice. Sarcastic black woman yeah, voice. Yeah. But you know it's not a real black woman. But they're like. This this sounds great. This I'll, sounds perfect. I like this bitch. I like this bitch. <laughs> yeah. That's 100% what it is. Yeah, it's funny. At some point, just offhandedly, uh, a thing was mentioned that I had forgot had happened in real life. I forgot that Jennifer Hudson's family was murdered. I I honestly didn't know that until it got referenced I, twice in this movie. Twice in this movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I remembered hearing about it at the time, and then it just left my mind. It's a shame that it wasn't David Otunga. No, David Otunga is, is, got, got still, safe. is still with us. For, oh, it was before. Former, former multi-time tag team champion right. David Oka- Otunga is o- still... Oh, I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I wish I... Okongo. Okongo? <laughs> Canceled. Demonetized. YouTube, if you're listening, this is the time to demonetize. No! He is called a black guy. And explain o- why you did last week. I'm like, I'm sure we did something last yeah, week, but I would yeah, love yeah. to know what, so we don't do it again. But also, maybe we'll do it but again. But also, the, the Hitler Manscaped one didn't, so I don't know. And also the one where I said literally every word that YouTube demonetized Adam or, for that I said. Or on the one thing. where the opening song was me saying fag. Yeah. Or the one where the opening song was me saying fag. <laughs> I, I think back to fag. They're a bunch of weirdos. Yeah. There's not a great deal of consistency, but that actually works in our favor. Like if there was, if there was consistency, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> True, very true. So, oh, if, if there was consistency, none of these episodes. Would I guess be this just wouldn't be a podcast. <laughs> what they should do is they should hire us to be the people in charge of demonetizing, Ooh. and then just give us double demo- double monetization. I like that, and then we can demonetize all the woke SJW channels oh, for what? being for being s- fags. <laughs> 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 Damn it. If that's uh, the, if that's the one that gets this episode, I'm gonna be mad. But, no, I don't think you can be mad. No. I think I think if you if that's the part that gets us demonetized, you have to be like, yeah, yeah I deserve it. I have it. to own it. Yeah. I deserved it. That's fair. It was worth the laugh. It was a funny thing to say. What am I gonna what what am I gonna not say a funny thing? Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh so in another like stupid like minor B plot thing is that he like hates technology and smartphones. Yeah. And he's, like, very mad. Not iPhones, though, just smartphones. Just smartphones. That he's mad that he had to get a smartphone. But then he's, like... In 2019. But then he's just, like, constantly using it. he's on it all the time. It's so stupid. All the time. And, like, his son is, like... You know, like, like, there's a bunch of, like, dumb banter between he and the son about, like... And he he, he says it, like, a, a couple of times of, like, Oh, just let me check my emails first. Yeah. Like... And like I don't know, I honestly don't remember what my note was or what why my the context of my note. But I just wrote Facebook friends in 2019. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. what? I know. I, I like did did Jeremy Saville the person just get a smartphone Very in possible. 2019 and was like psyched about Very it? Very possible. And and wrote it in. Like I don't you know. That was, you know what people aren't weird. doing in movies? They're not using smartphones. I'm gonna write it in. I, I'm gonna be the first movie first with smartphones. Guy with smartphone. <laughs> So he realizes that obviously being a, a white guy doing a black woman persona 
is not going to work. It's tricky. So he needs, and he needs to, so he, he gets, he gets the gig. They give him the job at yeah. the, to do it. They offer him like a, a midnight to 3 a.m. slot time where he gets to be like a, you know, a talky talk show, like help people with their problems. Yeah. Love guru, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But he obviously realizes that he's not going to be able to do it because they're going to see that he's a middle-aged white guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. So here, here is the first occurrence of something completely fucking stupid. Uh, I what, hope it's one of the, the thing I have. One of the bar patrons is a is like a cool hip black guy. Yeah. Who he approaches and says like, "Hey, you've produced music, right?" And he goes, "Yeah, I've done some records and stuff. Yeah. for some local artists." And he goes, "Okay, uh, let's have a chit chat." So he brings him in the back room and just fully lays out like. Yeah. They wouldn't give me it because I'm a white guy. I pretended to be a fat black lady, a sassy black lady, and they gave me the gig, and now I need you to help me out. And the black guy goes, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, but not before asking, you're not some what? kind of transgender, transracial, cross-cultural dresser, are you? Yeah, well, uh, my, my, my note was, uh, it, it's a, it's a real, you're not a trans fag, are you? Uh, as a yeah. Teen Wolf 2 reference. One. Is it one? Yeah. Well, I guess there's one. Yeah. No Wait. one's seen two. Wait. Jason Bateman? You're not a fag, are you? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm a I'm wolf. A wolf. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. I don't like men. I just like to transform into a wolf and kill babies. <laughs> don't worry. I don't like men. I like dogs. <laughs> I like dogs. I like female dogs. I like to put my knot in dogs. <laughs> I don't like men. I like female dogs which of course brings us back to the original uh, the the origin of dude dogs correct yeah and the origins of this podcast absolutely Le- not, not a lot of people know that this podcast started out as a pro bestiality started out as a dog fucking podcast <laughs> how far and how not far we have come <laughs> yes eight years later or whatever <laughs> although i guess if you think about it this podcast has been around uh, us recording audio, us recording, putting been a while. it out has worst, been worst year of our lives was January 2018. Uh, I'll see if I can find the first podcast I put on Good YouTube because it would be fucking luck. It would be like the first. Oh, well, it's like all the all the I heart, heart, heart cinema, cinema. Or yeah, heart, or hearts, whatever. Well, because we did a bunch before heart. that too. All those ones we just played games and we recorded them. Like those yeah, were, I, I think those we counted those named, as... But those as, weren't named anything. I think those were Heart Cinema. Were they? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a C. Doing a nice how, deep dive on how far back we can... How get. far back we go. Because, like, I would say some of those early ones, like, on my parents' sun deck would have been, like... Oh, they, was, they was a while ago. Uh, well, it was back when uh, we we were actively very good friends with a uh, noted friend not of the show, Nick Unthink. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't talked to Nick in a long time. It's been a while. Although we do follow each other on Litterbox. So. Good, good for you guys. Uh, so, I Suck Sticks Heart Cinema Episode 1 was uploaded June 24th, 2012. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, more ten than 10 years. years ago. Yeah. Man, I can't believe we've been, in theory, doing some form of recorded audio yeah. chitty chat for over 10 years. I know. And it only took and us... Ten and, years and, to get and monetized. good ones for three of them. <laughs> yeah. Three years to get fully monetized. That's insane. It uh yeah. 
It takes a while. Unless we say bad things and then we get partially monetized, but uh, <laughs> we haven't said yeah. anything like that on this episode. No, we've been very good boys today. All the good boy points. Um, so what ends up happening is he becomes like a huge success. His black friend yeah. becomes his producer. They make a deal where she's like, I'll only, he's like, I will only perform as long as nobody else in the I studio. I need complete privacy. I need complete privacy because I don't, I, I believe she says something about like, there are people that if they knew who, where I was, they would come and shoot the place up sort of, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. Like implying that she's like a bad black lady. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so he, his, his uh, cool black producer friend agrees. Yeah. And they, they go, they do it, whatever. And he becomes a huge success. So then they're going to move the time slot to like the regular during the middle of the day. Drive time, baby. Drive time to make more revenue. Yeah. Uh, but then what ends up happening is that they need, they, they want like public appearances. Yeah. Like and they're, they're like, they're huh. like, they're like done, we're done with you being hidden. We need to know who yeah. you are. Now, hmm, I could try to do the public appearances but that would be very problematic we... well i was hoping for blackface a hundred percent i was hoping for blackface. i was of course i was hoping for blackface but i i understand uh not doing it i uh yeah and it was it's somewhere around here it was still early ish in the game when i wrote is it me or is this not racist enough yeah i'll, I'll give it time and it, it didn't really get a lot there there was some I did like some imply so yeah so as he gets um super successful as Laquisha on the radio um I do I because there there is a very strong implied racism that uh that an actual black woman couldn't be this smarter insightful yeah that's yeah, yeah so that that's that's the strongest racism in the movie so I liked that and, but I didn't like that there wasn't more and more blatant racism. Yeah. Yeah. Or just like more. I, I, I wanted his loquitia to be more stereotypically racist as opposed <laughs> to actually being good and helpful. Yeah. Because he, because he was giving like actual real good, advice, good wisdom yeah. and advice just as loquitia instead of yeah. white guy. And there, there is one. I, I mean, it was kind of good or kind of funny was like when that kind of white supremacy type dude calls in yes. and is like you listen like you need to shut the fuck up you don't know what it's like to be a white guy and he's like mm, don't I? don't i know and it, like that whole conversation i thought was like kind of clever but yeah. i'm not gonna give him that much credit of uh being like a smart writer or actor but like i don't know like there was some parts of it that i was like this could have gone in a very different direction yeah so, uh, in order to make the public appearances, what they do. Is- oh, and so, and b- before the public appearance thing came, oh. um, just when he was initially doing the, the nighttime radio show, I'm like, why wouldn't you just get a black woman to pretend to be Loquisha and you pretend to be the producer and then just switch him up in the booth? And then they eventually sort of did that yeah. much, much later. So they, they figured out my plan uh, later than I did. Yeah. And also minor note, the, uh, the, the younger of the two uh, of the father, the son of the father, son at the station uh, looks like a more Mormon Trey Parker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, as it gets more successful, uh, Jeremy uh, uh, develops full dissociative identity disorder. Yeah. He has like he starts having argue like 
arguments with himself versus Loquisha yeah. that he can't control, yeah. even when he's been pulled over by a cop. Yes. So, uh, so that's fun. Um, the, I love that he has to keep telling everyone that he's not gay. Yes. The whole, yeah. Keep telling. Awesome. <laughs> Like, wait a minute. You're not a fag, are you? No. no. I already told you no. I just play a black woman on I, the radio. Yeah. I'm not gay. I'm not and gay. I'm a wolf. Big difference. Oh, imagine if he was also a wolf in this. A, oh, man. A werewolf pretending to be a black lady on the radio? Wolf Quisha? Wolf Quisha? Be sick. Let's combine Wolf Cop and Loquisha. <laughs> That's pretty sick. Oh, and before, the... um. When you said the the first instance of something, my first instance of something that happened at least three times in the movie was people being really good at figuring out wage per hour. Huh. It came up like three times. They're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, they're like, we'll pay, we'll pay you uh two hundred night. He's like, and, 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 and two hundred night for the three hour slide. He's like, what's that? Sixty six dollars and sixty seven cents an hour. And then like someone at the bar, like well, he, when, he, when he talks to his producer friend, and he says like, I can offer comes you up with the producer like one hundred and fifty dollars. He goes, okay, so that's a three hour show of uh, like, yeah. So what is that like? Like everyone was obsessed yeah. with dollars per hour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was such a weird little detail. <laughs> um. There was okay, so yeah, so they 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 cast real uh, the uh, uh they get a lady black lady to Loquisha, to be Loquisha for public appearances, public appearances and stuff, and um yeah, so so that goes along fine, but it it basically does she just get too big for her britches yeah. or does something else cause she, it? No, she gets too like full of herself, like yeah, I'm the face of Loquisha. Yeah, and she's like, I should get a way bigger cut. He's like, and and like, I couldn't be more on his side in in the argument. Like, she was being unreasonable. Yeah, because he's like, you get one hundred percent of the public appearance fees yeah. because you're doing the public appearance, yeah. so you should get it. Great, and you get a cut of what I make. Oh, here comes a sneeze that he's muted. Nope, but it's gone into remission and we're okay. <laughs> and you get a cut of the radio thing where all you have to do is sit there. Yeah. And she's like, I want 145% of all revenue streams. And he's like, that's unreasonable, which it was. Yep. To which he says, uh, oh, and then she, she threatens to like go, go public with it. And he's like, are you blackmailing me? And she says, I don't remember. No, I'm black female in you. Ah, <laughs> right. Boo. Boo. Fun. Uh, why can't been... it be woman Chester? <laughs> Apartments. Why don't they call them togethers? Uh, uh, I was around this point. I <laughs> I wrote uh, confirmation that. <laughs> That actual black women are awful and should always be played by white men. <laughs> uh, there was a Wait, ran- the Wayans wouldn't have been that awful. The Wayans men wouldn't have been that awful. Correct. Kim would have been terrible. <laughs> Kim would have run, run, went running and screaming to NWACP right away. <laughs> Poor Kim. But no, Damon would have crushed it. I Damon would have crushed it. Um, at some point, there's a random uh, takedown of M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where uh, you know they just said the thing that's true about him, where he had uh, one or two good movies and then just uh, a, a steep decline into dog shit. With there, twist. <laughs> there, thereafter. Um, what? Oh yes. Yeah, so who was the they I'm referring to? So 
Uh, oh, I, I guess the, uh, oh, the, the radio producers, um, or the, the radio owners. Uh, so he, so Loquisha, uh, uh, the woman playing Loquisha, like, forces his hand, yeah. basically. Yeah. And he goes to the radio guys. And th- again, fucking everything with the radio guys involves some form of terrible writing. So, cause, cause they've, they've never met no, the, no. Joe, the white guy before. Uh, and I'm, I'm like, so, and, and they're, as they're having the conversation about money and all that, um, I'm like, wait, they didn't know who Joe was a second ago. And now they somehow know he needs like, money. Oh, for Joe, you need money. You need money for your kid's tuition. I'm hey. like, how could you know that if you don't know who Joe is? Exactly. Yeah. God fucking terrible. That, that writing. was terrible. That was terrible. terrible yeah. Goddamn writing. In this you movie. have no idea who this guy is. You've never interacted with him. You literally have no, uh, you don't know that he's pretending to be Loquisha. Yeah. That, like, he's even involved in the show. And then you're like, oh, I know this very important big plot point about you, right? That's <laughs> yeah. you, right? You're the yeah. guy? So, uh, so Black Woman takes over as the actual radio host and is terrible because... <laughs> <laughs> Say it. <laughs> because she's an actual Black Woman. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you did it. Uh, and, and, look, I'm just saying what happened in the movie. I'm not saying my feelings. Okay. And, and everyone hates everyone her. Hates her. Li- she's literally, awful. literally, she's awful and everyone hates her. So they gotta boot her and then, yeah, Joe comes in and then they, they're, they're faced with uh, three options basically. Uh, kill the very successful show that has lately been tanking because yeah. a real yeah. black woman That's has been hosting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. This is yeah. how a white man plays guitar. Kill the show. Uh, have Joe hosted as Joe. Or have Joe host it as Loquisha, but everyone knows it's Joe doing yeah. Loquisha. Cause, yeah, he, he came clean yeah. on the air and quit, and that's when Black Loquisha took over. Yeah. Um, but then they got rid of her, so they had to do this. So they go to, of course, a Facebook poll. Well, what else? 2019, what else are you gonna do? The decider of major business decisions. Yeah. Also, didn't know you could do polls on Facebook. Couldn't die. <laughs> This is news to me. <laughs> or maybe just on their uh on their meta business suite fan page for the radio station, they just made a post and let people respond in the comments and then they counted manually. Possibly. Because Facebook rocks. Facebook does rock. How's your Facebook doing? It's around. Yeah? It's in the metaverse. <laughs> is it? Or is it deleted? It's deleted. Okay. <laughs> good for you. Felt good. I bet it did. Except for now I can't sell things on marketplace. That kinda sucks. I did guess you, I can create a marketplace account. I don't know if you can. Did you act? Did you act too hastily in deleting Pro- your probably, Facebook? <laughs> probably. Now how am I supposed to get rid of all the rest of my Funko Pops? True. Um. So so they they do the poll. It lands on uh, a few for kill the show, and then exa- uh I don't know twenty. Mm, do the 20, math. Twenty percent, twenty percent for kill the show, and then an even forty each for Joe and Loquisha. Yeah. So he ends up double hosting, double hosting. the show as a, a, a Joe talk with Joe and uh, and live with Loquisha. Live with Loquisha. And then the, uh, the, the black woman, uh, not, not the Loquisha, but the, the woman who he gave advice fake to. Fake Tiffany Haddish. Who, yeah, fake Tiffany Haddish, who he gave advice to earlier, who, uh, by my count, uh, ha- he has met, uh, three times. Yeah. 
probably uh has a completely unearned uh, i love you scene at the end yeah. of the movie. it's so yeah, weird yeah it's really weird <laughs> and like it's, she was it's very much like joe hired a woman he thought was attractive yeah so that at the end of the or well uh Jeremy hired a very attractive black woman so at the end of the movie she can be like yeah. very swooning over him and very hot for him and he can go oh yeah daddy daddy likes the dark meat <laughs> yeah which is maybe why this movie wasn't more racist because he likes him some brown sugar maybe maybe yeah. he was trying to impress her maybe he was trying to impress her so uh so that was that was Loquatia I got some good news and some bad news Scott uh oh good news is I shouldn't have drank a quarter of that bottle of Dayquil because I'm feeling a little high. Okay, But awesome. the downside is you have to... I'm feeling very drowsy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Dayquil. I know, but it even says on the bottle. And you turboed it. Can I read you the, the thing? I insist. Uh, <clears throat> Symptoms may include yellow skin or eyes, dark urine, you sweating, nausea, vomiting, stomach pain. <laughs> Unusual tiredness or loss of appetite. But it's And I'm only deep. getting the unusual <laughs> tiredness. <laughs> Woo! Have you had the whole... Oh, energy? it's all gone. Okay. <laughs> are, are you good to power through? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. You were just giving a status report. Yeah! <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was giving you a status update. Uh, I think the only other thing I wrote was... I love how a black guy was just super chill with him impersonating a black lady. Yeah. Zero problems. Never even once came up. Yeah. Where he was like, 100% hey, chill. maybe you shouldn't do this, or it's a bad idea. He was just like, no, nope, I don't, did, I love it. Did anyone nope. ever say Everybody was it's a bad idea? Everybody was super cool. Yeah. Him. No one gave a shit. I like that. I want to live in that world. I want to live in Loquisha's world. Me too. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, there's, certainly stuff to talk about and i i wanted it to be more right-wing and racist because i thought i thought that was the vibe and i thought that's why everyone was like flipping out about it three years ago yeah i I do remember quite a bit of talk about it yeah nothing like i really thought it was going to be a lot more like racially driven yeah but it wasn't it's just a white guy doing a voice yeah i do that every day yeah you do yeah and you're better at it than jeremy is i'm pretty good at it so uh so that was that which it's okay uh drew i it uh i think we've landed at exactly the right movie to uh to to, re- to re-energize you uh a 2010 rob reiner movie <laughs> uh flipped courtesy of chairman meow and uh you said i think off the bat that you were going to have some words for our chairman um i don't know if uh i guess friend of the show chairman meow if they sent money, they're a friend. That is how much it takes. Understands to the idea of picking a movie <laughs> that has good context or something fucked up or something really funny that, or like a concept that's good to do like fifteen ish like a on a father podcast. fucking his daughter in the ass. Correct. Jesus, sex, or a man pretending to be a black lady. I really don't think you understand the concept of what makes good podcasting because I'm going to blatantly say out out loud right now before we even review this movie that it was fucking nothing. I wrote two notes down. They are both about the exact same two-minute scene that is like an hour and a something into the movie. Yeah, which I guess is why you recommended it. Not good enough! But, uh... I wanted to cut it. Yeah. I wanted to cut myself. Do it right now. Okay. I'll watch. I just want to feel something. Uh, cross the street or down the road? 
I'm going down the road. I've, I've you're had, done? I've had enough of this fucking movie. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. What do you think about that? Flipped made you go down the road. <laughs> uh, I initially wrote uh, and uh, and kept asking throughout, why am I watching a 2010 Rob Reiner movie? What's the last... That's an interesting question. Last good Rob Reiner movie. Spinal did you, Tap? Did, did you know this was the last John Mahoney movie? Before he, he did kicked, look old. He, the he did look quite old in it. I would believe that for sure. Uh, let's have a look at Mr. Reiner's directing credits uh he directed the lbj was that a hbo movie in 2016 the lbjqt plus plus (laughs) (laughs) lesbian by johnson (laughs) no lyndon baines johnson trans queer (laughs) oh i like that a lot lbjtq winner winner uh who played lbj Woody. Did somebody show him his butt? <laughs> I think so. And upcoming. Oh, Reiner's got some interesting things coming. He's. Oh. He's directing Albert Brooks. Def- oh, it's a Albert Brooks defending my life. So an Albert Brooks documentary. documentary. Okay. That's cool. Uh, oh, it's got Jonah Hill as himself in it. Oh, yeah. My favorite. And Spinal Tap yeah, 2. I don't know if that needs to happen. In 2024. I don't know if that needs to happen. I don't know either. That's is every bold. Buddy, they're, alive. they're all still alive, right? Yeah. We got a McKeon. Yeah, you got a Shearer. We got a Shearer. We got a guest. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess they're all alive. They're alive, but uh... Fred Willard's not. R.I.P. Can we? Hold on, I have How... to find a decent. Let's uh, let's go backwards and find the last good Rob, Rob Reiner movie. Uh oh, he's the <laughs> director of Stand by Me, deleted and alternate scenes from 2019. Uh huh. Uh, shock and awe. Don't know what it is. LBJ being Man. Charlie. Nope. Who's nope. the Charlie? Uh, the Charlie bit my finger. I don't think Rob Reiner made a feature you length. Don't know. Charlie bit my finger. It's but Charlie it, bit my finger. It was written by Nick Reiner. How did he ever get that job? Yeah, I don't know. A would-be governor's addicted son goes down the long, rough road of rehab, fighting against recovery every inch of the way. They made this movie like eight times. Hey, it's a, in the late twenty ten from Jurassic World. Yeah, but the, like, so like uh, being be- Charlie, beautiful boy. Beautiful boy uh, uh, what was the was beautiful boy the uh, no? What, it, what beautiful boy was the Steve Carell, Timothy Chalamet? Let's try and get an Oscar. And no one saw it. Movie. What's the Lucas Hedges one? Oh, uh, about a boy. No, nope. That's uh, incorrect. Um, bottom boy. I'd watch that, but that's not it. Fuck! Wh- I I saw it at the theater. I saw it at a film, Drew. I saw it at a film, With Russell Crowe, right? Festival, and it's gay conversion. Uh, no, that's no, a Russell different Crow. one. Ah, there's also a addicted to drugs, Lucas Hedges. Oh, um, the gay conversion is what's what's beautiful boy. Beautiful boy is Steve Carell and Boy Erased. Boy Erased. Oh no, Boy Erased and Ben. No. And Ben is back. I think ben is back. Boy Erased is gay conversion. Yeah, Ben is back. Ben is, is back drugs. is drugs. Is that Julia Roberts. Yeah, she's the mom. Yeah, I just saw her face on the poster. So yeah, sir, I saw her giant ass face on the poster. <laughs> giant ass face. Her giant ass face. <laughs> okay, Rob Ryan. Is, uh, is this a bold statement? Julie Roberts kind of ugly. Not, not even bold. Oh, okay. Yeah, like was but, okay in the eighties and nineties, but, but even then had too big a mouth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, gun to your head. 
Oh no, Julia Roberts. Get the gun out of there, <laughs> Julia Roberts or uh, uh, what's her face? Uh, Penelope Cruz. No, I I would choose Penelope Cruz. I like Penelope Cruz. You the you're the one that doesn't like her. Julia Roberts Penelope or or uh, Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Interesting. I had a mouthful of grapefruit crush when you asked that, and almost didn't know what to do with it. That's a Julia hard choice. Roberts or Jennifer Garner. That is a hard choice for me. That's I genuinely don't have an answer for you. Well, I I'm getting like conflicting feelings because I think, despite her incredibly strong jaw. Some would say too strong, and by some I mean everyone. Garner still might be more attractive, well, and somehow more feminine, despite having a man's face. I guess it all comes down to what is the... See, I, I would need more context. Am I just having sex with them, <laughs> or do I have to marry them? You have, I think Mary is Julia Roberts because you, she's got more money. You have to, and she didn't have Beneflex sperm inside <laughs> of her. How about that? You have to fuck Mary and kill them. Ooh, who do I want dead more? Well, that's only the last part. You have no, to, no, no. That's a major part for me. No, gra- granted, it's important, but know, each part no, is no, equally no, no, important. Because no. ah, I could fuck or marry either one. Doesn't like they're the same to me. But which one you have do to, I want dead more? You, look, no, but you you have to you have to fuck them for a year. You have to marry them and stay married for fifteen years, and then you have to murder them. Well, who's older, Julie Roberts? Julia Roberts. Mm, fifteen years. She's gonna age quite a bit. So is Jennifer. Jennifer might go full man. Who's to say? Michael Mann. She might go Michael. Should I become Michael Mann? Well, I mean, if she became Michael Mann, I would, I would marry Jennifer Garner and never kill her. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that is a tough choice. Right? Fuck Mary. <laughs> but here's the It's the new game. Fuck Mary and kill. <laughs> Julia, killing Julia Roberts is a much bigger news story, so I feel like I would be a bigger celebrity. True. And that means... You'll be the man who fucked, married, and killed and, Julia Roberts. And that Roberts. means when they make a Netflix docuseries about me, a Lucas bunch Hedges of can women are gonna want to fuck me. True. Right, but yeah. I feel if I kill Jennifer you're gonna Garner, get so much jail. Pussy. If I kill Jennifer Garner, they're gonna be like, eh. But <laughs> but maybe maybe Ben will help me get out of prison. Ben might get out of your prison, or um... and then I can get a sick dragon back tattoo. <laughs> That's also true. I, 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 I I'm sure some fans of Alias would also help you get out of prison. Why? Because they like Jennifer Garner. Oh no, I guess they wouldn't be Jennifer Garner. The other way fans. around, stupid. Yeah, that makes. I sense. feel like Ben and I would get along really well. So, yeah, unless someone brings up Batman versus Superman, then he'll get real sad. Yeah, but that was the best thing that's ever happened. It was the best. Uh, ooh, I mean, we're spending way too much time on this, but I'm going to say I would choose Julie Roberts. Okay. So that I can kill her and become a famous <laughs> serial killer, <laughs> get a Netflix docuseries about myself, and then have many women write me letters in prison telling me how much they want to marry me. I wonder how many times we can talk about killing Julia Roberts until we get in trouble for that. Well, we're not talking about killing the President of the United States of America. No, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. It's a good thing we're not talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back down the Rob Reiner film history. Being Charlie, no. And so it goes. No. The Magic of Belle Isle, starring Morgan Freeman. Sure. No. Uh, eight, the prequel to nine, yep. I, I assume. Flipped, 2010. The Bucket List. It's not 
good. I mean, say. that's the last of his movies I've heard that of. That anyone's heard of, yeah. Uh, rumor has it. What was that? Like a... Rumor has it. Like a fucking... It feels like a rumor Diane Keaton it. or some shit? No. Jennifer, Jennifer Aniston Frank. and Kevin Costner. Weird. Shirley MacLaine and Mark Ruffalo. Interesting cast. Ah. Uh, I like three of the four. Yeah. Uh, Everyday Life TV movie. Alex and Emma. The Story of Us. Spinal Tap, The Final Tour, straight to video, 1998. I Am Your Child TV movie. Ghost of, is Ghost of Mississippi good? It's okay. That's it's a, got, uh, that was a bad face of... A very, uh, very old James, very, James very Woods. aged up James Woods. Looks terrible. Noted, uh, uh yeah, he, I, think it's, I think it's okay. I don't think it's bad. But I think it's not yeah. like amazing. Oh, it's it's Medgar. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's based on a real thing. It's based on the Medgar Evers yeah. thing. So we'll we'll put a pin in Ghost of Mississippi being okay. The American President. Do we like the American President? Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. North. Uh, eh. Elijah Wood. Isn't that? Isn't that what Roger Ebert? Yes. I I hated 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 hated, 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 hated this movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, a few good men. Is good. That's the lot. That yeah, that one is for sure. Misery is good. Misery is good. When Harry Met Sally is good. good. The Princess Bride is good. good. Stand by Me is good. Good. The Sure Thing I have not heard of, and Spinal Tap is good. Good. So he had a nice little run. Minus the, what's the Sure Thing? Nineteen eighty five, the year after Spinal Tap. Oh, John, it, another John Cusack. It, it's an it's an eighties Cusack. So it's probably a lot of Cusacks. Fine. Um, but yeah, yeah had, I bet uh, you he got a lot of poontang. Are the, you kidding me? Yeah. The most yeah. Jesus Christ. He was in every, like, romantic comedy in the 80s. So Reiner had a nice little mid-80s to mid-90s, At after which point he can kind of fuck off. But, like, I didn't even know he made any of those movies. Now you do. What do you think about that? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No. Stop it. More (laughs) just (laughs) slamming medicine. I'm going to take some more Daigle. I want to get more high and more drowsy for this podcast. Because, <laughs> you know, we're not, like, not even halfway done the fucking requests. Hey, we're on- because we both have the attention span of a fucking three-year-old. We're on movie three of 11. We're doing great. Yeah, we're doing amazing. 311, your favorite band. Uh, investigate 311. <laughs> and that's so, not going to come up later, so. True. Uh, okay, flipped. Let's just get to the fucking movie instead of doing Rob Reiner's history. I mean, it's better than doing. The I movie. know, but we have to do it. And move so on. Uh, I saw Anthony Edwards and got excited. He's the dad. He's the dad. <laughs> so the premise Mark is Green from ER. True. The premise is uh, it's the fifties, and there's I think it's the sixties, isn't it? Maybe sixties. Yeah, sixties. Fine. Who I cares? Attention to this movie. <laughs> and there's a boy and a girl, and it is alternately told from each of their perspectives yeah. with an aggressive flip wipe yes. every time yeah. it switches. And who boy, the fact they did it more than once. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. A boy and a girl, and the girl is kind of a creep. Yeah, she's the girl's a weird a, stalker. She's kind of a sexual predator, but without the sex. Yeah. yeah. She's a, she's tr- a kissing predator. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... Yeah, uh, like yeah. Mid- very... Middle America or like Midwest. Yeah, growing up and she's very much in love with this little boy neighbor. Yeah, and she they move into next door and she across the street and she very much wants to get his little tiny uh, uh, unerect penis. Yeah, like very early on, I wrote, "Oh, so this bitch is psychotic." I'm into it. <laughs> she she kind of is though. Yeah, like she really is like obsessed. She's like 
seven. Yeah. And he has no interest. Not even a little bit. And she's, she, yeah, she's just all, and all over him for years. Years. It's, it's, it's so weird. Uh, also the kids very much do not talk like they're in the sixties. They nope. talk like they're in 2010. It is 2010. I'm pretty sure someone referenced. Oh, what are you doing? Well, I was looking up the girl who played the kid and, uh, and if she's hot then, now, then a trailer played. So, uh, hmm. thanks IMDb. Um, yeah, she's kind of cute, I guess. Then or oh, now? Both. <laughs> oh, I guess we do. I'm looking at the adult version of her, not the child version of ah. her. Uh, or like the teenage version of her, sorry, is what I should have said. Right. Uh, the younger version is born in 2000, so I'm in the clear. Yeah, you're great. Nobody, a lot of the, nobody uh, at me. A lot of the pictures won't Shut up. be, but. Shut up. Okay. This is the most recent picture of her. Eh, she's whatever. She's, yeah. She looks like a 20 year old girl. Yeah. She, but. she's, she's doing her thing. I'm sure she's living her best life. I'm sure she did lots of other major film roles besides this, right? Sure. She's a. Morgan Lily as young Julie. She was in X-Men. She was in one of the X-Men movies as Young She's Mystique. Young Raven in X-Men yeah. First Class. That's the one. Yeah, that's the only and, other thing uh, I remember her from. An episode of Chicago Med. Oh! Wednesdays on NBC. In the all-Chicago slot. Yes. And eight episodes of Claws. What? Which oh, is that's... very disappointing. It's uh, ethnic women with big nails. Misleading. And Niecy Nash in one of her... Uh, nine television shows she has now. She has a lot of shows, and she lost a lot of weight. Yeah, she did. She did both of those things. She's getting her own The Rookie spinoff. She is. Yeah. Nice network TV knowledge, pal. Good job. Now that I have cable again, I get to see all those. Uh, What's it called? The Rookie, colon... Something with blue? Powder. (laughs) What? Yeah, Nisi. What are you? I don't like that we keep going off on tangents on things that aren't fucking. Because we don't we... really want to talk about. I know. Because <laughs> Chairman Meow made a bad fucking pick. The rookie colon feds. 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 She's a rookie fed. There was a separate cop show called Rookie Blue. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot going on. There was oh. a lot in like the mid two thousands, early two thousands. Rookie Blue? Rookie Blue? No, more, much more recently. Really? Way more recently. Oh, you know what? I'm going to oh, tell yeah, you. Oh, yeah, you know what it was. Yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. tell you. You're thinking. 20, 2010 to 2016. More recent than that. <gasps> 2010, you were right. Two? Let's find out. Rookie Blue, 2010 to 2015. Oh, I was off by a year, Scott! Pretty. I was off by fucking one year. Are you kidding good. me? And it's, it had the, the girl who was the lead in Stick It. <laughs> well, I have to check that now. <laughs> Whose name I can't remember, but I used to think she was really hot. Is it Mi- Mi- uh, Peregrim? Missy Peregrim. Yeah, yeah. She is I hot. I used to think she was super hot. I like her. I like the way she looks. I guarantee it. Is she local? I'm sure she's local to something, yeah. I'm sure she's from... I meant local I'm, to yeah. Vancouver. I'm sure she's from somewhere. Uh, whatever. Aren't, aren't, aren't we all local? And she is, aren't in fact... We all, aren't we all local? From 2016... 2006's Stick It. Bam! And 31 episodes of Reaper. Cool. Raper. Raper. 
I won't. Uh, too, I will not apologize nice for, for how much I like the, mo- uh, the movie Stick It. I haven't seen it. Is it Gymnastics? It's Gymnastics and her head coach, Jeff Bridges. Really weird. Interesting. Yeah. It's a good movie. They got it's got Lebowski a really good, for it. It's got a really good soundtrack. I believe there's some Electric Six on it. Nice. Uh, not Gay Bar, which is very sad because that's their best song. <laughs> it is a good one. You. I want to take you to a gay bar. Uh, I do enjoy the line, I've got something to stick in you. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part of that song. <laughs> I've got something to <laughs> put, put, put in you. Put in you. I've, I've got something to put, put in you. <laughs> good fun. Uh, I remember owning several of their CDs. That was after I owned CDs. Yeah. But I had and have lots of their songs. I there I have a like cuz I'm a uh, I'm not a full albums guy. Me I'm neither. a Me I'm a single songs guy, but I have most of that album scattered throughout my it was, is the album called Fire? Yeah, and I believe it is uh, the, one of their theme. One of their songs was used as the entrance music for noted uh, cool guy with cool takes, the Brian Kendrick, when he was Spanky. Yes, he came out to. Ooh, what did he come out to? Brian Kendrick, Electric Six, Nuclear War. Yeah, but what's the song called? On the dance. That's floor? not the name of the song. Though. Danger, Danger High Voltage. High Voltage. Yeah. Another good song. Yeah. And a good song for a really cool guy to come out to. I came he out... He is very cool, Scott. I, look, I'll be the first to tell you that Brian Kendrick is very cool. <laughs> yeah, you came out to... I came out to Electric once, right? Six one. I came out to Dance Commander, Dance by, Commander. by Electric Six That's once. a great song, too. It is. I like that song. Yeah. It would be awesome. If we could dance. Yeah. Uh, is the album Fire? I want to get it right. It is Fire. And I have uh, t- 10 songs off the album, which so has got to be pretty much the whole album. But I did not download the album. I downloaded them song by song because I liked each one. Yeah. Oh, man. That's what a fucking banger album. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the Bomb is another great song. Gay Bar, Danger High Voltage, Dance Commander. Yeah. Goddamn. She's White. <laughs> Naked Pictures of Your Mother. Yes! I forgot about Naked Pictures of Your Mother. God damn. Damn, everyone go listen to Fire by Electric Six. What a great album. Is this the Electric Six Appreciation this is, Podcast? This is the Electric Six Appreciation Hour. Enjoy. Uh, what the hell's going on on Flip? Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm saying Dance Commander. <laughs> it's a great song. Uh... Yeah, so I, we so it it just goes along, uh, you know, switching between them, and like the the boy has no interest in the girl, and the girl's like, I sure like this boy. <laughs> I sure I'm getting in heat when I'm in my <laughs> young age. She she's in estrus, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So at, at a point, I'm like, this movie feels like a troll. Like, what is the point <laughs> uh, yeah of this movie like nothing of note happens and uh, for the first hour yeah and i wrote that uh after they had just had what felt like a half hour conversation at the dinner table on chicken gender yeah like what was the point of this and then uh then for some reason uh so the boy's grandfather uh john mahoney in his final role sorry about this being your final role yeah uh like moves in with them 
And, and uh, for, the good news is, at least neither one of his sons are gay. At least neither of his sons are gay. <laughs> and there's no there's no dog disrupting the set. <laughs> True that they have to shoot. Did you know they shot Eddie when Fraser went off the air? <laughs> yeah, like sorry guys, show's canceled. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh, and for, like, nobody asked him to, but he decides to, like, bridge the gap between the boy and the girl. Like, he goes and, like, there, the, the girl's family is kind of poor. A little bit. Like, they, they rent their house, they don't own their house, and the... They don't do the upkeep on the yard. The, well, the landlord is supposed to, but yeah. the landlord sucks, and yeah. so they just have a, a, a dirt front yard. And so, I, I was fully expecting this to, to make a turn of, like, Ah, now I see why this movie was recommended to us. Is it something to do with my next note? I hope John Mahoney ends up fucking Julie. 100%. Yep. 100%. Guess what doesn't happen? John Mahoney fucking Julie. Guess what? It's almost as if this movie is wholesome and nice. He's just a nice old man. <laughs> Bullshit. Um, Worst movie ever picked for this podcast. Bold statement. It is, it is not the worst movie picked for this episode. I mean, at least the other one has stuff to talk about. It's got stuff, but I'm mad at it. I'm mad at it, too. <laughs> but this has nothing to talk about other than the one scene that's coming up. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so it comes up that the girl's dad uh, has a differently abled brother. So at least uh, at least people, we got to hear people say retard. Uh-huh. A bunch. Um, yeah. The... Uh, the differently abled brother is played by the guy from Clerks 2, yep. who they made throw so, up talking by about Lord shit, of the talking Rings. Lord of the Rings. And I have discussed this. We discussed this in the car last yep. week, actually. Yep. The guy... <laughs> the guy has midget head. He's got the features of a midget. He is of average height. Yeah. But if you sh- if you just showed me his head, I'd say, oh yeah, that's a midget. Oh yeah, that's a little person. That's an LP. But it's not. And I have been looking for what this condition is for the better part of my adult life and cannot find it. Kevin Weissman. Kevin Weissman. What is his deal? And he's not the only one. There's other people that sort of look like that. And I want to know if it's a thing. Or if there's just a few people out there who sort of have midgety features. I would love to know, because I don't... Drew, don't think you can just Google Kevin Weissman medical condition or whatever. I have been up and down this fucking internet with zero results. It gave me the answer. It gave you the answer? No, it didn't. uh, Did you know that he's in a band called Trainwreck with Kyle Gass of Tenacious D? Did you know that... Yeah. So stupid. Did you know that Kyle Gass is in a band called Tenacious D <laughs> with Jack Black? I did. Uh, that's cool. I didn't know Kyle was cheating on Jack Black with a with a tall midget. With a tall midget. <laughs> but yeah, midget. someone figure out what that is. Give us the answer. If anything, maybe it's nothing. But I feel like it's something. It's something. Oh, he's got something going on. He's he, he's got something, he's something going something. on. So they, uh, they go to, uh, and, and part of the reason the family's poor is because the, the girl's father is paying so much money to keep him in a good institutional yeah. place. Um, so they go to visit him on his birthday and, uh, and the 
daughter comes along for the first time? Like, has she not met uh, her spaz uncle before? I think when she was much very, very younger, young, very much yeah. young. So it's been a so, while. Like, she doesn't really remember him that yeah. well. So they uh, they go to get ice cream, and uh, he drops his ice cream, and then has a full on spaz attack, full on retard spaz attack, <laughs> uh, flipping flipping shit over, losing his mind, scrying, which Scry- is a, a portmanteau yeah. of screaming and crying. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and then we just cut to what has to be a three minutes later, and they've left the ice cream shop, and it's like, nothing has happened. Nothing's happened. And I, I would love the freedom of having a full-on MR freakout, and then acting like nothing happened five minutes later. I mean, you could. I could, but want. I would have... I, I don't... I would have less friends. I don't think that if you and I went to a marble slab right now... Yeah. We got our ice cream. P.S. Marble Slab is worse cold stuff. You dropped it on the floor. You had a freak out. Yep. I gave you my ice cream and uh-huh. you were cool. And nobody's, and just... nobody's going to look at you and say, that guy's pretending to be retired. <laughs> that guy's I... a faker. He's a big fat phony. I would hate to be called a phony. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. Well, we can, I think, uh, I think we we can, can test it. it out. I think we can try it. There's we a, can test there's it There's a Marble Slab on Denman. <laughs> Um, when there, then there, there's some tension at the boy. Anthony Edwards is the, is the boy's, boy's father. When did he hit his daughter? Do- oh, cause his daughter, his daughter was going and hanging with the, the greasers, the, the twin older yeah. brothers of, uh, of, in the girl's family. And, uh, oh, and yeah, and he's, <laughs> And they're and they're like they're singing and like recording a demo and stuff. Yeah. And they're the Beach Boys. They're the Beach Boys. And Anthony Edwards is like, well, they they must be they must be scumbags. They must be reprobates. How how do you think they get the money to record that demo? Demos are expensive. They're they're clearly pushers. Pushers. <laughs> yeah. They're pushing. And uh, then she says, uh, "Dad, you're being a dick." And then he hits you're being, her in the you're, face. You're being a square. Hits Bam. her right in the face. Is great. <laughs> well, it was the it was sixties. You're allowed to hit your kids in the face as hard as you want. Yeah, and nobody would question it. Not at all. And uh, yeah, and th- it goes on. So yeah, the, the kids are you know we we cover them. Yeah, like age seven because like two different actors. Yep, playing so they're like seven and I don't know thirteen. Uh, maybe maybe a little older. Maybe fourteen. Maybe or fourteen. 15. Yeah. So I'm so I, and I just put a, a quote that uh, that Julie should have been thinking. Uh, this boy has literally never been nice to me once. Maybe I shouldn't have been fawning over him for like seven years. Yeah, but women are stupid, and I don't, <laughs> I don't respect them. So yeah, but I mean, he does eventually come around, mostly out of guilt, mostly out of guilt. But at least he realizes, <laughs> like. Okay, this girl's been really sweet to me my whole life. Yeah. And she's kind of grown a little bit of tits, so maybe I should be <laughs> into her. That's what it is. Pretty much. Like, listen, if I grew up with a girl who I thought was, like, just annoying and, like, really a big pain in the ass. Yeah. And we get to high school, and all of a sudden she's got, like, larger size bees. Okay. I'm I like, like that you're not greedy. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go double D's. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. But like, you're going, you're like, nice sized bees. Mm-hmm. Then I'm gonna be like, you know what? Maybe I'm Maybe I'll the give asshole. A chance. Maybe, Maybe I- I'm the one that's really fucking this up. <laughs> and then you can, you get invested. Yeah. I feel like the 60s was a different, I guess that would have been 70s. But 
I yeah, I think that's what it was. I think he realized that like if I want to get my dick greasy, now's mm-hmm. my opportunity. <laughs> I can just hit it and quit it and we're good. That's, that's the only takeaway I can get from this god awful movie. Retard retard uncle and hit it and quit it. <laughs> and I'm feeling very high right now from the day. <laughs> so I'm glad. I'm sure the bunch of caffeine is uh, is evening it out nicely. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, I'm drinking Gatorade to refill my recharge my electrolytes. Yeah, I think your electrolytes are up. I think that Gatorade is going to fix you right up. Yeah, probably. You'll be good. That's what plants need. I, is what's what plants crave. The uh, I like that. So Anthony Edwards uh, becomes like an increasingly angry man yep uh throughout the movie like to the point that he's just beating his daughter by the end of it there is she deserves it there is zero redemption for him like one of the last scenes he's in is where he hits her yeah there is never an apology there's never anything he's just a piece of shit the end (laughs) yeah and uh yeah and that's like the whole thing it's a it's a strange quiet little movie and i don't know it's not even good no 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 Let's be clear. Other than the it's retard uncle freaking out in the ice cream shop, nothing is worth a damn. And nothing really happens besides that. It's uh it's a strange one. Chairman Meow, you have other picks. I hope you do better. I doubt it. I hope you do better with the twenty thirteen Steven Seagal movie you picked. I doubt it. And DMX isn't even in it. Then what's the point? What's the point? What do you think about nineteen ninety eight's small soldiers from Zachary K? Joe Dante, that's what I think. Okay. Dante rules. <laughs> I love his work. Yep. Uh, I'd seen this movie a lot as a kid, but I had not seen it in a very long time. So, like, there was actually a lot of it that I did not remember. Yeah. Uh, where Where are my notes? Show me my notes. Um. So, I mean, literally my first note is just, within five minutes, you get... Fucking Dennis Leary, Jay Moore's... And David Cross. And David Cross. I said, right it's like away. within the first 30 seconds. Yeah. It's the opening scene. Oh, yeah. I guess, yeah. Well, there's like, yeah, the credits and everything. And yeah. yeah. Like, but it is, yeah. It's the opening scene. Yeah. I got all excited. I'm like, all these like, people are great. Shit. This is great. Like, this whole cast is insane. Yeah. We got all kinds of hits. And then we... Uh, so it, it's, at a, it's a toy company. Uh, it, 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 it's a weird premise. It's basically like if... Uh, Lockheed Martin bought Mattel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like an arms dealer bought a toy company. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, Dennis Leary is, like, the new, I guess, like, CEO something. or something of the company. Yeah. And he comes in and he's trying to, essentially trying to talk to Jay Moore and uh, David Cross, yeah. who are, like, the head designers. The cool and not cool, cool designers. Cool and not cool. And, um, you can guess, but which I like one. that You're Leary right. was kind of just doing his stand up, oh, like yeah. his whole spiel in the conference room when he's yeah. talking to them about the, like, you know, the future of this and toys and whatever <laughs> is literally just him doing his stand up routine. Yeah. And it was like very funny. Like yeah. it was like very good Dennis Leary stand up. It's like, yeah. I, I hope that it was just like go in there. Oh, so and- by very good Dennis Leary stand up, you mean very good Bill Hicks stand up? Yes. <laughs> I, 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 hope, God is I hope that it was just like, go in there and do your thing. Yeah. They're like, I hope he, oh, yeah, he got yeah, no a direction. A lot of improv, like, yeah. Yeah, like, that would be really cool. 
Yeah. Um, uh, David Cross and Jay Moore were, sh- were, uh, brought in to see Dennis Leary by the secretary or whatever, uh, Ms. Cagle, which I found Ms. to be Cagle. a funny name. Um, I'm not f- that familiar with the woman who played her, Alexandra Wilson. Uh, she, I guess she was on some Beverly Hills 903 episodes of Beverly Hills 90210. But, uh, um, oh, you were a big Beverly Hills 90210 guy? Never watched it. Mm. Yeah, and I was right in the... Wheelhouse? Because you were in your 30s? Because I was in my 30s in 1990. <laughs> um, but they do the thing with her. Uh, they do the 90s thing with her, with where they were really good at making hot women in their 20s look like frumpy secretaries in, in their, their 40s. 40s. Yeah. Like, sure. they did it with Julia Louis-Dreyfus on Seinfeld. Yeah. They did it with Vicki Lewis on News Radio. Yeah. And they did it with uh, Alexandra Wilson. Wilson. I already forgot her name. On uh, on this, I don't know why that was a choice. I don't, I don't know why they're not allowed to be hot when they are. And it, it is, it's actually it, insane how much older they make them. Because like, yeah. remember like early Seinfeld when Julia Louis Dreyfus looked like fifty, yep. and, then and then by the end of on, Seinfeld, she was like, she was like a hot twenty five year old. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> very strange. It's very strange. Yeah. So that was a fun, uh, fun thing they did. I was also thinking like, Jay Moore's had a pretty good career, but imagine how much better it would have been with a better hairline. <laughs> yeah, if he had like, if he had a, he, he beautiful- had a bad hairline when he was young. Yeah, like, no, it went early. Yeah, yeah, but if he had a beautiful head of hair up to now, like he'd, pr- he'd probably be president. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. President. President Jay Moore. President Jay getting Moore's, nice. You, you want to get nice? <laughs> So, so they both, so they pitch the new toys to Dennis Leary. Which are like these good guy sort of. Good guy army command. Uh, Yeah, yeah, sorry. Good Good guy. guy, They're like monster. Alien alien monsters. monsters They sort of look like kitty people. They're, uh, uh, one of the the main guy does. The main guy. Yeah, they're various monsters, I guess. But they, they, uh, the idea is that they've come to here from their, uh, their world. They want to learn everything about our planet. Yeah. So that they can help themselves get home. And then there's these bad guy commando elites that are the ones that are like hunting them down. And that's the way it's pitched. But Dennis Leary does not like it like that. Yeah. He wants it to be that we, you know, pro-America and like the, the, the troops and we're bringing them back from Iraq. And even though we haven't even gone to Afghanistan yet. <laughs> True. And yes. And, <laughs> and then he's, he also like wants like the toys to be like more technologically sophisticated. Yes. He's like, these toys are cool, but what if we created artificial intelligence? <laughs> and then they do. And then they fucking do. <laughs> so I guess the lesson is ask for more stuff, Dennis Leary. Yeah. Because <laughs> apparently they can just do whatever you want. Also, that they like 3D print it. They 3D print them, yeah. In yeah. 1998. That's very cool. Were we doing that? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think we were I doing think that. I think Joe Dante created. I think Joe Dante might be a pretty, genius. Pretty 3D printing. Yeah. Uh, the names of the Commando Elite are fucking awesome. Okay, yeah, they the, the the character names or like the toy names are fucking great. I got I got it in front of me. So like the main guy is Chip Hazard. Yeah, which that led to a funny um that must have been because there I don't know what other Chip reference there would be, but Chip some someone the... made a Hello Mr. Chips reference, which was funny because there's a movie called Goodbye Mr. Chips. Uh-huh. Any, anyway, maybe it wasn't that funny. Uh, there was Kip Killigan, <laughs> Butch Meat Hook. 
Okay, Butch Meat Hook made me because what? Uh, Dash Meat Hook? Is that what you were thinking? N- no, but uh, an excellent actor on both uh, Ray Donovan and Law and Order: Organized Crime. Nice. <laughs> um, no, Dash Meat Hook. I'm like that is ninety percent one of those names they kept calling the muscle guy in that episode of Mystery Science Theater. I'm I'm gonna try to and which which we basically used for a promo once like you know bi- yeah. big McLarge huge yeah. and yeah and and like yeah dash meat hook I'm like that's gotta be one of the yeah. actual names uh, I I can the other it. ones you got are Brick Bazooka <laughs> Nick Nitro and Link Static nice uh, so originally Joe Dante wanted the cast of Predator. To okay. voice those characters. That makes sense. Arnold as Chip Hazard, Shane Black as Kip Killigan, Carl Weathers as Butch Meathook. Nice. Jesse the Body Ventura uh, as Brick Bazooka, and Sonny Landham as Nick Nitro, and Bill Duke as Slink Static. But uh, I'm it, sad we didn't get Predator, but what we got was still yes. awesome. Well, the reason we didn't get this is because that, that would have cost a bajillion a lot of money. dollars. Jesse Ventura don't come cheap. He does not. He was gonna be governor. Uh, he was gonna be governor in a year. Maybe no, he's already governor. Not uh, not to get too off topic here, but I did hear a very funny predator-related thing, mm. which was uh, when they went to do their. Uh, are you looking it up right now? To what see, you, you found it already? I found the funny names. Oh, okay. Um, when they went to do their costumes fittings for Predator, mm-hmm. uh, they all did it at the same time, and when they measured for Jesse Ventura. Uh, his biceps were one inch larger than Arnold's. Oh, shit. But it was because Arnold went to the costumes designer and said, tell Jesse Ventura <gasps> that his arms are one inch bigger than mine. And then when they were in production, they went to the gym and they said, let's see, let's do something. So they were working out, right? Yeah. And then they said, let's measure to see who's bigger. And Arnold was two inches bigger than oh, Jesse Ventura. Oh, shit. And apparently it just fucking crushed Jesse. Because <laughs> this whole time he thought, I'm bigger, bigger than, I'm bigger than Mr. Olympia. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mr. Olympia now. Now I'm Prune Tracy. Now I'm Prune Tracy. <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, I'm just asking questions. <laughs> But apparently he just crushed him, because the whole time he thought he had bigger biceps than Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Fucking Olympia. Oh. And they get to the gym, and Arnold's like, nope, not even close. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> and Arnold did that because he liked to play prank- pranks on people like that. That's pretty people funny. People who always thought that they were like bigger than him, or tougher than him, or stronger than him, and he would do all these fucking pranks to get them. So. That's a good prank. It's a really good prank. <laughs> yeah, so I, f- I found uh, a Reddit post for... Uh, Space, uh, MST3K Space Mutiny and the many names of David Ryder. Uh, Slab Bulkhead, uh, Butch Deadlift, <laughs> Splint Chest Hair, <laughs> uh, Blast McHard Cheese, always a good one, uh, Crunch Slam Chest, <laughs> uh, uh, what else is good? Uh, <laughs> Dirk Hardpeck, uh, Stump Junkman, <laughs> Rip Steak Face, uh, buff hardback, uh, slab squat thrusts, 
uh, Bob Johnson. <laughs> Bob Johnson. <laughs> and, uh, B- Big McLarge Huge, which I just straight up stole. Yeah. For, uh, for our promo. Well, so, not? yeah. So that's where, uh, I, I could have sworn, uh, Dash, uh, Meat Hook. Meat Hook. Yeah. Was, uh, was from that. It just sounds, uh, exactly like it, but, uh, but isn't from it. So good for not stealing. Also, would the MST3K have happened by 98? Probably, actually. Um. <clears throat> Can we get back to this now, please? I insist. Okay, so. Uh, oh, <laughs> this, this, no, this is getting back to it. It's my next note. It's just on on track with both uh, inventing. Huh? <laughs> it's on, on track with inventing artificial intelligence and 3D printing. Oh, uh, could you also invent a forever battery for it? So, yeah, <laughs> so we never dies. need to replace the battery. I'm like, yep, sure, done. Yeah, what done else do you need? Deal. Oh, you, you, didn't, you didn't know that existed already? Yeah, no further questions. Uh, my, my next, so... Uh, Dennis Leary wants to switch it around so that the Gorgonites are the bad guys and the soldiers are the good guy are the good guys. Yeah, uh, which David Cross is very much against because he's like, that's not the point of these. Yeah. The point is that these these creatures want knowledge. They're not here to destroy, and uh, Dennis Leary wants nothing to do with this it. Is, uh, that sounds gay. <laughs> and Jay Moore is very much a butt kisser, so he's all for it. Yeah. So that's how they create them, and they're going to distribute them. And then we get to meet, uh, like, the main kid, and I just wrote... With a great 90s middle part. Uh, yes. A real Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Uh, his name is Gregory Smith, and Ooh. I wrote, hey, remember when this wiener kid was a thing? <laughs> he was one of those, like, late 90s, early 2000s in lots of stuff. was in, like, everything. Was he a spy kid? He was in, he was, uh, in every season of the, uh, CW... Well, I guess it would have been UPN. Uh, Everwood. Everwood. Nice. Uh, he was one of the sons in The Patriot. Perfect. Uh, more recent. Oh! Full fucking circle, Scott. He a He's girl now? in every goddamn episode of Rookie Blue. <laughs> we did it! He's one and of, the show. He's one of the eight main, more movies. No, thank you. He's one of the main actors of Rookie Blue. Holy shit! Four episodes. That's good numbers. I'm going to ask him for a loan. Full fucking circle. He's got that Rookie Blue money. Big big bucks. The big bucks. No whammies. No no <laughs> whammies. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. Uh, so uh, he's uh, new in town. He's gay. He has AIDS. He has AIDS. <laughs> um, he, his family's moved to town because he was a uh, disruptive punk at his old school. Pretty much, yeah. And uh, Kept getting dad, expelled. His dad owns a toy store. Yep. So, and his dad, but like, his dad owns a toy store, but then also has to go on all of these like, yeah. weird, weird. Where's dad like, going? Oh, he's, he's going to a trade show in Texas. You know, yeah. Like, for toys? And, but also, yeah. his dad refuses to sell, like, r- like mainstream, like, violent toys. Yeah, he's like a toy hipster. So he's like, oh, I only sell, like, wooden trains and this, like, wooden boat that, yeah. I've, that I've crafted in the middle of the store. So, like, what trade shows are you going to? Like, yeah, trade shows that will uh, introduce you to a bunch of products you won't sell. Y- yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. Uh, his father is played by uh, the good Kevin Dunn. I wrote Kevin Dunn exclamation mark the good one exclamation Again, mark. He was on last episode too. He was on last episode, and he's in another movie in this episode. This is the Kevin Dunn episode. Kevin Dunn can't stop winning. 
I think there's somebody else who's in two movies in this. Oh no, it's the Kevin Dunn, and it's also the Ernie Borgnine because he was last episode and this episode. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, so I like that you call him Ernie. Well, he's my boy. I'm too sexy for my shirt. So sexy it hurts. <laughs> I recognize him as Sergeant Fatso Jetsum from from Here to Eternity. From from, from Here to from, Eternity. From That's awkward. Uh, so the uh, yeah, so the kid is sort of like in charge of the store. Yeah, because why not? Dad's irresponsible. Yeah, like why why not? Because without him running the store, they it's would be closed. losing money constantly. <laughs> even yeah. though they're already losing money constantly. I think Dad's bad at business. I yeah. The whole concept of moving to a new town, uh-huh. opening a business, and then not running the business <laughs> yeah. seems very irresponsible for an adult man. Yeah. Like, that's something that, like, you gave a nine-year-old $10 million, and they're like, what do you want to do? <laughs> I want to open a toy store. Like, oh, okay, I like well, that. Who's going to run the toy store? Nobody. It's my toy store. I like that it's a mentally deficient nine-year-old, well, too. I mean, I, all children are retarded to me. True. All, all children... <laughs> All children are bone are boned. Boned. Hmm. Oh, Scott, that's a Freudian slip. Right I don't even there. know if I should continue with this line of huh. like, Scott's talking about kids. All and children then the word are bone. Bone comes into his mind. All children are born both. See, that's what I was doing. Born and both became sure. bone. Sure. I can talk my way out of this. You'll know, no jury will convict me. Right. Try as you might. Well, I mean if it's a, a ju- better if, Scott, men than you have tried. Scott, if it's a jury of your own peers, then you're gonna be fine. <laughs> That's true. Pedophiles should only get convicted by other pedophiles. <laughs> you said a jury of my peers. Look at all pedophiles. There are no pedophiles on this jury. Uh, excuse me. Is anybody here a pedophile that would like to be a part of a jury? I like a full-time job as a pedophile juror. Pedophile juror? I think that was a through line in 30 Rock. <laughs> and like... What if you're a juror and the guy gets up there and you're a worse pedophile? Do you have to like trade spots? That's a good question. They're like, maybe it all of a sudden becomes your trial. Like, who, who here's only done things on the internet? Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, how many people have driven across straight, <laughs> driven across state lines? How often do you find yourself driving across straight lines? A lot. Okay. Uh, who here's driven across state lines to uh, meet up with a child? Sir, Just come on down. This is who, like this is like the price is right. Who killed her whole family? <laughs> who oh, who is... who keeps it over fourteen? You're okay. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. What the hell was that? Oh yeah, all kids are born, born both, both retarded and gay. And then it's your job choice. As a no, it's your it's oh. the child's choice as they age to decide Which to either continue. <laughs> No, <laughs> you gotta be one. You gotta, you gotta listen, pick. Listen, son. Listen. When you get older, you're gonna have to choose. Do you want to keep being retarded or do you want to keep being, being gay? I was gonna say you can choose to stay or not stay, uh, one or both or none. But I like your way better. So, so, so what you're saying is that every single child is either gay or retarded. No, every single child is gay and retarded. But, then but, as they age and reach maturity, oh, okay. so they can every choose. every adult is either gay or retarded. As, as, as per your new reasoning, yes, which I am inclined to agree with. Okay. Okay. Well, I... Everyone I, listening right now? Which are you? Which are you? <laughs> Let us know. Let us know in the comments. Spoiler. You, gay. You're, you, you're, you're, <laughs> you're, 
So so many of you are gay. It's ridiculous. So many of you. You don't even you don't even know how gay you are. Uh, back to small soldiers. So yep. he uh, the kid tricks his delivery guy into uh, len- loaning him a set a of set, these brand yeah. new figures while his dad's out of town yeah. so that he can sell them and make the money that his dad should be making should be making <laughs> by working in the store he owns correct uh and his dad will never know about it so yeah. he gets a full set of the gorgonites and of the small commando soldiers. elites yeah and the the delivery guy who's commenting on fucking blackwater or whatever yeah. buying buying mattel he, uh he, he was partly very prescient he said the whole world's going to be owned by one giant corporation which I, is definitely i made that note the direction it's going uh, one day everything is going to be owned by one giant company joe dante 1998 but the second part of what he said was the one thing he could have possibly missed on he said yeah so one thing's gonna be owned by a giant by one giant corporation nailed it no more microbreweries you blew it. Yeah. The one thing. Yeah. <laughs> you could, any other any other <laughs> reference of small any other business, business. you would have been right. Microbreweries lived. Yeah. Uh, he, he, who could have seen hipsters coming? I don't know. In '98, I guess not Joe Dante. Not Joe Dante. I, I mean, I don't know if he was actually the writer, but who's to say? Uh, I mean, I could look, but nah. You know, whatever. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I was gonna look up, the, but I don't want to look up now because I feel like this is going way too long. How about don't look up? Nah, that, one, that was okay. Uh, Dick Miller is the name of the driver, who people will know. He's like, he's kind of like M- Mr. Joe Dante. Because <laughs> like every Joe Dante movie he's okay. done, I think he has at least some kind of role in. Oh, that's the that's his deal? Um, yeah, like, like he was, he's a known actor for a long yeah. time. But like, yeah, uh, he's in like, uh, I don't know, throw, throw out some stuff. Uh, Gremlins. The Terminator, he did that, right? Uh, the Burbs, yeah. Gremlins, uh, other stuff. The last movie he did was 2019's Hanukkah. Um, Just called Hanukkah. All right. You know. <clears throat> um, so there's a girl in town who mm. has a wiener of a little brother and she's played by kirsten dunst who might i add looked pretty good in this movie oh i don't think she's that old in this movie <laughs> uh, uh, I, i'm gonna i'm gonna fact check that i one. think she aged out and i don't like it like i don't think she's that attractive now do you now no no i think she's aged bad she had a moment in the 2000s but she's older than both of us right she was born in the I should say right there oh. april 30th 1982 she's years older she's she's literally year older than me there you go. <laughs> too old for me so i don't in think people in their 40s scott 1998 she was 16 maybe hadn't turned 16 yet when this was for- no, yes yeah, so- she's 16 don't try and throw me under the bus She's the Kirsten Dunst you are seeing in this movie is 15 years old. 16 and legal. <laughs> She's 15. Well, at the time, I was 12, so it's fine. It, that's true. 12 year old me is really into 15 year old Kirsten Dunst. Here's what I think about 15 year old Kirsten Dunst. But here's the thing, Dunst. Scott, you have to be into her because the other you is dating her. <laughs> married to her, I believe. Are they married? I think so. I don't think they're married. I think you're lying. Maybe they're common law. Uh, it just says spouse. Well, but, that but means... you have two children. 
You know spouse means married, Not right? necessarily. Yes. Common law. In the eyes of the law. In the eyes of the Lord? No. no. Lord, <laughs> the Lord's out of this one. No more, lo- no more lording over this one. The... I like that as a child actress, she turned out pretty normal. Like, she's yeah. not a weirdo. She's not crazy. I don't think she's crazy. There's a lot of kid actors who are weirdos. Yeah, she might have been the one that wasn't molested. She's the one that got away. She's the one she's that the got one away. She's the one that Dan Schneider wished he could have got. <laughs> His white whale. His white I, whale. Which is ironic because she's married to a white whale. Ah! <laughs> you just call yourself a white male? I can do self-deprecating. He's bigger than you. He is bigger he's, than he's me. He's chonkier. He, he, I think he's, like, getting bigger, too. Yeah, maybe it's for a role. You don't know. For a role he's been preparing for for the last, like, seven yeah. years. Yeah. He is getting chonkier, though. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse Plemons is fat as shit. Jesse Plemons is fat as shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I can't see teenage Kirsten Dunst without thinking of Jumanji. That's what, like, okay. like furry brain just immediately get. I see, I see that age ish Kirsten Dunst. I, th- I think Kirsten Dunst, Jumanji, oh. uh, uh, Monkey TF. That's reasonable. Yeah, reasonable. that's that's all that goes on in my head. Uh, <clears throat> did you know that Burger King agreed to market the film with its kids meals before it was rated PG thirteen? But then when the film was released soon after, Oregon teenager Kip Kinkle. Oh. Killed his parents. Oh, no. Then went on a shooting rampage at Thurston High School in Springfield, Oregon, killing two students and wounding 25. So the Kip Killigan action figure was not distributed in Oregon. Oh, no, Because Kip. he had the same first name no as the one shooter. Can, and a really cool last name that probably would evoke thoughts of the shooter. Probably. <laughs> that, uh, that's it. So no one in Oregon got the full set. Nope. Um, Should we find one, go to Oregon... Sell it, make a million dollars. Probably. There's somebody in Oregon who has that whole set, except for him. Yeah. Uh, Um, (laughs) We haven't talked about Phil Hartman yet. Where are we at? Okay, anyway, so, Kirsten Dunn's father uh, is uh, Phil Hartman. Yep. Which I just wrote in all capital letters. Yep. Fucking Phil Hartman, (laughs) this cast <laughs> it is such a good cast and uh yeah whatever uh two lines in and i love phil hartman even though he's a bad guy <laughs> uh here's the note that i uh, here's a piece of trivia uh the murder of phil hartman before the premiere caused oh. some minor changes during before release which included not showing him on any printout advertisement cards oh. in fact it changed all advertisement so almost no human characters were used on them or having and had and also having his character not appear in any TV spots. I Interesting. Guess they felt that the fact that he had just, just been, been brutally murdered by, by his, his wife, bitch wife. Uh, yeah, they were like, maybe we shouldn't show him. Yeah. Uh, this was his last movie. Last movie. Yeah. Uh, so as he gets the toys, uh, it is so it is revealed that uh, once activated, they are fully sentient. Yeah. Completely aware of their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he awakens Archer, who is the head of the Gorgonites, and uh, Buck Zumoff, who's the leader of the <laughs> Commando Elites. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so the, 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 the toys have these microchips in them yeah. that were 
uh, ordered by Jay Moore using David Cross's login. What a jerk. What a jerk. Because he couldn't remember his password. I thought that scene was pretty funny. Yep. They gave them separate passwords. They're like, do not forget the passwords because they are exclusive to you. Immediately forgets. And David Cross immediately says his out loud. Yeah. And then uh, Jay Moore forgets his, so he uses David Cross's, and he orders these chips from the military yeah. so that they can be uh, input into the toys to give them like... Because uh, Dennis, yeah, like he had said, he wants them to be fully interactive. Like he yeah. wants them to be the greatest toys on the market so they'll make millions of dollars and he has full access to every military capability. Yeah. So uh, they awaken Archer and he sort of begins to interact with the kid. Uh, then when he leaves the room, uh, also makes a kitty friend. He does make a kitty friend. Yep. Uh, when he leaves the room, uh, bad guy Chip Hazard comes to life, uh, and they begin to have their little showdown war. Uh, Chip Hazard is vo- voiced by uh, Tommy Lee Jones, who mm-hmm. has an amazing voice. But I really felt like Tommy Lee was just doing like. Here's the line. Read it. Next one. Here's the line. Read it. Next one. Here's the line. Read it. Yeah. Next one. Like I don't. I didn't feel at all like he was actually trying to act. He wasn't 100. percent I feel it. like he had the script in front of him. Yeah. He said he walked in the room. Said he read his lines. I will do two takes. You will use one of two, and I am out of the room. <laughs> and then he did that. Yeah. However, uh, Archer is voiced by. Uh, Friend of the show. Uh, and by friend of the show, I mean because we already did several of his movies. Um, Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> you got it. Uh, Frank Langella. There it is. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I spaced on that. Uh, and I thought Frank was really good. I yeah. thought Frank was committed. <laughs> I yes. thought Frank was there to do the movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. When they reveal... that, So, they, they do reveal that... He, uh, the kid goes home, and then when the toys awake, uh, all of the Commando Elite wake up and try to kill the Gorgonites. Yeah. Uh, the Commando Elite are voiced by all cast members of the Dirty Dozen. Yeah, which is awesome. Which is fucking great. Uh, they are voiced by... Tommy Lee Jones. Frank Langella. Ernie Borgnine. Ernie Borgnine. Jim uh, Brown. Domestic abuser Jim Brown. 159 and 0 in domestic bare knuckle squabbles. Laura Dern's dad. Uh, Bruce Dern, who again, two movies this podcast. Yes. This is weird. Yeah. What are uh, you guys doing? Uh, George Kennedy. Yep. Clint Walker. And I think that's all of them. And then the Gorgonites are voiced by members Spin- of Spinal Tap. Which we also. Holy shit! What the fuck is going on? Uh, Harry Shearer, Michael McKean. Christopher Guest. Christopher Guest. Yep. And I believe the other one is voiced by... Well, the noises are voiced by Jim Cummings, not that one, the other one. The voice guy. The voice guy. And Winnie then, the Pooh. And then the uh, the Gwendy dolls are... are I'm learning right now. Sarah Michelle Gellar and Christina Ricci. And Christina Ricci. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Very, very fun uh, Very fun voice cast. Very fun voice cast. And, like, especially because some of them, like... I mean, Ernest Borgnine has a very recognizable voice yeah. and a very good voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Dern also, like, yeah. a very cool sounding voice. So, a gr- great choices by Joe Dante. I mean, sure, yeah. you didn't get the Predator people, but you got the Dirty Dozen. You got a pretty... That's pretty good. You got a pretty great uh, replacement. Uh, sorry, I got distracted because... Wendy Shaw. Phil Hartman's wife is, is, in uh, the movie? is the voice of Francine Smith on American Dead. Wendy Shaw. 
the one that killed him? <laughs> no, Linda Hartman <laughs> is not <laughs> the voice of Francine yeah, yeah, on American Dad. Okay, that's interesting. Huh, I'm like, I saw the name. I'm like, really? I I know the name Wendy Shaw. Yeah. Huh. Uh, so, so, so when the, when the kids are telling, uh, Kevin, Kevin Dunn and wife about, uh, these new developments, <laughs> uh, where the, where these toys are, uh, sentient, uh, trying to kill each other and us. And, uh, I, I think it's Kevin Dunn who responds with, are you on crank? Crank. Which is a yeah. funny thing to ask your kid. It does. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Uh, there's a very good scene where Chip Hazard is giving the speech from Patton in front of a puzzle American flag, which yep. I thought was very funny. Yep, that was good. Um, one one thing, one thing that just was terrible was like there was so much bad fucking CGI in this movie. There is definitely some, some 1998 yeah. CGI. In it. There some, there were some things that looked pretty good for 98, yeah. and then other things that looked good for no time period. Well, like and the, the thing is, like the animatronics was amazing. Yeah, like the actual figures. Yeah, looked great. They look great. Yeah, but then as soon as they needed to do anything outside of, like, of the big norm, movement, like the stuff. Get, getting dragged behind the bicycle. Was Ooh, really yeah, 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 yeah. That was tough. That was or, tough. Or uh, yeah, just like everything that they had to do that was outside the normal movement of a figure. Yeah. looked horrible. Yeah, like some of the worst on-screen CGI I've ever seen. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, so. <clears throat> Uh, Archer is convinced that all of the Gorgonites have been killed because when they come back to the store, everything's been destroyed. Yeah. All the boxes are ripped open. So they have to panic and clean up the store. Uh, but then when they go back to the house and he thinks he hears them, he gets attacked by the commando elite. And I just wrote, huh, interesting. A bunch of white soldiers hurting, holding down somebody with brown skin. Where has that happened? Mm, I before? feel like I saw that somewhere. Gitmo, baby. Yeah. Uh, don't close it. Don't close it. Never close Keep it. Keep it open. Yeah. Keep it open. Also, isn't it crazy that they have one of their biggest military uh, facilities yeah. on Cu- in, in Cuba? Cuba? Isn't that weird? Who they've been mad at for seventy years? Yeah, that's so bizarre. Uh, what else did I write down as notes? Uh, I think that's all my notes. There, there was something about slam fisting, and I just wrote, huh, "I've done some slam fisting in my life." I, I assume that's just one of the. Uh, that's like, well, that's like almost one of the soldiers' names. Uh, but I did make the note that if you're going to do some slam fisting, make sure you make a duck first. Yeah, don't just punch duck, at duck then fist. Yeah, uh, there was unless you're a pro. The they the Gorgonites were uh, turns out they were alive the whole time and hiding. Yes. Uh, they were watching Rocky Maivia versus Ahmed Johnson. Yes, they were. They were talking about, e- it looks so real. Mm-hmm. That was pretty funny. That was good. Uh, then, um, when, so the whole idea is that the commando elite are trying to kill the Gorgonites. Yeah. That's the whole purpose of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll kill the, the human beings who get in their way also. Yes, because yeah. they are trained killing machines with, is their uh, prime directive with, with, uh, military grade chip, computer chips in their brains. Yeah. So, uh, which one ends up getting killed? Nick Nitro? Nick Nitro gets ex- gets ripped in half. Or yeah, exploded. someone gets ripped in half. And so, uh, they, they have a, a very, co- like, a comical funeral for him where they yeah. put him in a body bag. <laughs> um, and then they sneak into the Phil Hartman family house. Yeah. And they're going to try and kill Archer because they have a, they know where he is. Uh, he's hot because he hid out in the kid's bag. 
when they get to the house and then uh they break into the into Kirsten Dunst's room and she's got a bunch of like these Wendy dolls which are like yeah. knockoff Barbies and when they get in the room and they see all of them uh whichever character is voiced voiced by uh Ernie Borgnine they do what most soldiers he would says, do and start raping yeah he he stops stops them and says bombshells sir fully posable and i was like yeah you get some <laughs> you, you get, get some, some ernie go show those infidels what you got <laughs> yeah that was pretty funny yeah um so yeah i mean it kind of you know d- devolves into just like your typical 90s like kid action movie where there's like yeah there's like traps and explosions and they end up like wrecking a house and wrecking the car and the parents figure out like oh my god the kids weren't lying the whole time like all these these toys are alive and uh the only thing i wrote was that uh there was like a lot of really uh creative use of household items to build like weapons they're like vehicle things that the commando elite build that have just like all of these things that they've put together in the garage like looked really cool uh Mm -hmm. the only the only thing i didn't think i thought was kind of Oh boy, was kind of uh bad-ish was one of the weapons was like a gun that shoots those corn cob things that you can put on the end of corn to hold them to eat. Yes. And he gets like five of them shot in his leg. Yeah. But then completely no-sells it after yeah. he takes them out. Like they're like, you know, they're they're like pretty long. Yeah. And they're in they would, his thigh. They would suck half. He pulls them out and then just gets up and runs away. Yeah. No, like, that would be awful. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It stings a little. Yeah, and I'm good. Goes away. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm done. I'm cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they they kind of learn that. Uh, well, like uh, after Dennis Leary, David Cross, and Jay Moore have discovered like what's going on because the kid phoned and complained that they were like doing all this bad stuff yeah. and they didn't really believe them and they come. Is it possible anyone put any I don't know military grade microchips? Oh, in this? I would say probably not, but you might want to check the records. <laughs> Uh, that the only way to stop them fully is by, like, detonating a nuclear advi- uh, yep. device, which, of course, they can do. But then they decide that Obviously. J- uh, just as powerful as a nuclear device is, is taking... Is power of prayer? Is power of prayer. So they get on their hands and knees and they blow <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <clears throat> is to just, like, power overload the generators... So that they put out like an like an EM pulse, yeah, basically, and just like fry the microchips. And the only way yeah. to do that is that because Phil Hartman is like Mister Technology, yeah. So he uh, he's got all this stuff in the house, and they just kind of like wire everything up so that it can fry fry them, yeah. And uh, then they eliminate the Commando Elite, and they think they're like, oh no, the Gorgonites are gone too. We killed them, but then like. They hit underneath a fallen over satellite and yeah. like, I don't know if that's real, but I guess it, in the world of small soldiers, sure. it, uh, it works. Yeah. Uh, and they all, uh, get on a nice, nice little boat and they, the, the boat that was in the toy store, like the big ship. Yes. And they just like put it in a river and let the toy Gorgonites like float off into the distance to find where they're from. Yeah. And, uh, PS, that movie filmed in Vancouver. Oh. Nice. Didn't know that. Yeah. Good for them. Good for them. So, uh... That was Joe Dante's... <laughs> Joe Dante. Joe Dante's... So we're just, uh... We're just a scooch over uh, three hours. So we can probably call this part one and then pray to God that part two is shorter. Well, uh, let's Your not thoughts? do a bunch of fucking preambles, Scott! 
well, no promises. It's yeah, I won't uh, promise anything either. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see you tomorrow. And uh, subscribing members, there's got to be a better way to describe that. But uh, subbers, subbers, subs. Hey, subs. Uh, you might get it uh, even earlier. So uh, play your cards right, and uh, maybe Daddy will treat you.